0: Happy Friday, every, or Monday. I'm getting all my whys mixed up again. Sorry about that. Happy. I even wrote it in the chat to make sure it reminded me that it's Monday. But hey, happy Monday. We're a little late tonight. Um, schedules get a little loopy. Uh, Valev will not be with us tonight. Um, he, has a, uh, uh, he has a gig that he has to be a part of. So he will be missing out on tonight's session. Uh, Faye Room Reborn. So, if you're uh, first time here visiting, listening, um, hang out and uh, watch a potential TPK because, you know, we say that oh! every single time just to kind of keep it people on their toes. Um, I mean, we might die. Hey, Tusk, you changed your camera. <laughs> you got to love it when he yeah, does that to it. me.
1: <laughs> he moves his camera on you. Yeah,
2: yeah, he, he, he always moves
0: on. it. He can never <laughs> leave it alone, can he? Um, He's a
1: worse fidget than I am.
0: Yeah, he is.
1: Uh, and that's saying wrong. something. <laughs> yeah. Wrong way, dude.
0: <laughs> and Kai's camera is off tonight because she is having technical issues with I'll their.
3: I'll fix it. <laughs> with, their,
0: with their laptop. Um, I'll show But as always, we got Arena with us. Gul Shah. Derek is back from his. Hey, Derek. From
4: his. Oh uh, my
1: goodness, Derek! Did he tell you what happened to me?
4: I saw what happened to you. You
1: watched. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean, I yay! To to I mean,
4: Congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> we'll
3: see. <laughs>
4: you've gotten emo today. My delete. <laughs> I've gotten emo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Emo yeah. arena. Emo that's arena. It, that's
0: it. <laughs> emo, emo arena. arena emo, emo, emo Rena. That that kind of yeah. stuff will that, ki- that kind of stuff my name. definitely stick after a while. That's for sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You better be careful. <laughs> careful with that
0: nonsense. Um,
1: uh, I might have to whoa. dye my hair black and start wearing black lipstick.
4: Yeah, maybe. I, I, didn't, I didn't the transformation already do that to you? I remember well, specifically I talking, hearing. I
0: was talking. Like that. I, think
1: I was, was talking about me. She was talking
0: about herself. Oh, okay. You know how that yeah. goes.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't wear pink shirts if you're emo. Come on.
1: This one is okay. Well, it's halfway between pink and halfway I see that between purple. That's a
4: purple. It <laughs> looks more like a purple.
1: So it's it's more purple than pink. Oh, man. But
5: you know, that's okay. You only see like four colors. I was just gonna say that. White, gray. All the words black right out of my mouth. And a little bit darker that, gray. I'll say that's <laughs> some shade, lighter shade of red, so that's pink.
1: <laughs> it's light red you know we have a name for light red. i it's definitely common. have
0: colorblind issues with shades of color and even i see can tell that's purple so
1: yeah but jason's well, got, got orange on that's orange <laughs> i mean my default color is purple so you're pretty safe if you just say it's purple right
5: his wall's blue i get it i, I see i can see some colors
3: <laughs> my shirt is actually red it's so. red it
5: looks orange the pen is blue. The pen
0: is blue. How bad I am. La pluma. Ugh. La jamais. What, what's the French? How do you say in French? Um, je, I can't remember. Took all of... Oh, it's I don't plum. DubTech Dub says it's plum color. Plum? Yeah, plum. Plum. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right, well, before we get to the recap...
1: Twitch up. I gotta put Twitch up.
0: Everything you need to know about us is down below, and I do apologize for some of the inconsistencies in chat. The spam bots are back, unfortunately, so until Twitch uh, figures it out and deals with the problem, um, if I have to, I will turn off the alerts in order to deal with that particular issue. Um, So, I do apologize for that, but hey, nothing I can do about it. It's a Twitch problem, not a me problem. Um, We are, however, legitimately at 299 followers so Woo-hoo. you're following for the first we have time
1: one more one more one more
0: come one on more, one we'll more, we'll hit 300 head. which one is more. a goal i Follow didn't even us. i didn't even think we'd get to this year um so i'm pretty happy about that um nice. so yeah um other than that um we have episodes every night with the exception of saturday um i uh you know Our schedule is down below. If you want to check out our schedule, feel free. Our family of creators are down below. Um, Because we're running a little late, we're going to skip a lot of the um, promo stuff. We'll try and bring that back to you next week when Cesare is back. And we'll try to be a little bit more on time with that. But um, Kai um, and uh, uh, so Apollo, Kai, um, both have other shows that they're in and other things that they do. Um, there is, uh, Golshaw's t-shirts. His link is down below in the about us, uh, Vilev or slash Trezoray, his production studio stuff, as well as his affiliation with TGAC, uh, the general adventuring company on YouTube. Um, uh, that is all down there below. Um, uh, join our discord giveaway dice and minis. We just reset the giveaway channel. So feel free to, uh, jump right on over there and do that. Um, other than that, that's that's all the busy work we need to get done with. Um let's focus on the recap. A lot of things have been happening. Um <laughs> the Dark One <laughs> The Dark One Scion has arrived. Um I'll click on that. I that's the first time I've seen them. Well, welcome, Dark One Scion. Thanks for popping in. Happy hey. to have you. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, recap a bit and bring things up to date for both Derek um, and Tusk. And the initial recap will also include some opportunities to deal with both the fact that Tusk is still freshly recovered from with his death experience, as well as the <laughs> fact that for the better part of the last few days, um, Derek will have been captured and trapped within the Jasper mining community, otherwise known as where the slavers currently reside and maintain their current influence and grip on power. The...
4: Fuck them up. I'm gonna
0: fuck them (laughs) up. (laughs) Yeah, that uh, uh, that was Tuesday night, Denizens and their Masters. Tobias was definitely not happy about that, but... It still was funny as shit.
5: (laughs) He had a nervous breakdown, okay? Venturing has been tough on him. Definitely a bit of a nervous breakdown. So,
0: (laughs) after everybody had taken some time off during the summer, everybody had kind of accomplished personal goals that they wanted to get done. Upon arriving back to Whist and at the Chimera Mercantile, the team realized that something else was going on as a massive infestation of demonic like creatures began to swarm into the town of Wist. It then started a four part encounter defending the chimera mercantile, the battle then spilling out into the streets and dealing with the dragonborn. Once the dragonborn were dealt with, the battle went into the air to deal with the dragonborn leader and there an aerial dragon fight ensued. They were defeated and driven off. Unfortunately, Derek was captured in the process as he fell through a portal that the Dragonborn used to escape. The team then had to concentrate on defending Wist from the remaining portion of the siege that was kind of taking over and attempting to overwhelm the entirety of Wist. The team gathered their strength, gathered their troops, gathered their allies that they had, and pushed forward to the center of Wist, where they encountered the avatar of Merkle. The creature that seems to be both influencing and uh, creating the impetus of all of this intrusion into Wist, the attempted abduction of Lord Silverhand, the ability to steal the flower of the weave, as well as kill Apollo in the process after retrieving that back, nearly killing a couple others in the process as well. He almost killed me. However, a longtime friend of the group known as Scorch, an ancient dragon that had become legendary in its status, used its newfound power to destroy the land titan that was making its way towards Wist with the intent of wiping Wist from the face of the planet. This arcane deluge of energy continued to erupt even days after the occurrence. The team took a couple days to recuperate, but during that process, Arena, rather than waiting for the others, took it upon herself to, well... Mm-hmm. do her best to bring back Apollo. My bad. During the process, the tenuous connection that the threads of souls have on this newfound existence means bringing back people from death is a lot harder. And as Baal, the god, now the god of death was escorting souls into his dominion. One particular sto- soul stood out. <laughs> this is the same soul that Arena had decided was worth saving. With this, a rather unique conversation took place between Baal and Arena. Arena agreed to be a caretaker, a acolyte and someone who became a death cleric. And was transitioned from her life cleric existence, abandoning the twin, the halfling twins.
6: Oh,
1: don't make it sound so I mean and, it was hard enough. It was hard enough.
0: And becoming Forsaken.
4: <laughs>
0: and becoming a death cleric under Why the did you servitude.
4: Leave us, Why?
0: <laughs> under the servitude of Ball. With this. She was able to bring back Apollo's soul, its tendril of energy, brought back to his physical form, where he did awake for a moment and then collapsed from the exhaustion of the effort. The effort alone on Arena did a great deal of physical challenges and harm as well. However, everybody took a long rest that evening. And during that evening... um, Everybody woke up the following morning to a very much transformed arena. Everybody began to go about the day dealing with these new situations, as well as some people having been given new warnings. Baleeb also made a new friend, a triant, that was left in his care while the Dryad went to seek out and figure out where Derek was. Kai reunited with her father, um... Apollo's still laying up in the hospital in recovery. We're going to... And where we last left off, the team had gathered after running errands near the tail end of the afternoon of the second day after the aftermath of Wist and realized that the creatures made an intense incursion both on the Silverhand residence as well as Vert's tower in an effort to get to the basement where the astral doors lay sealed as no one could quite understand how to get them open. And where we last left off, all of you had gathered down there with the exception of Derek and Apollo. And we were about to discover and discuss the fact that Vert may have actually figured it out. But before we approach that, Derek. Me, you savage of <laughs> as you lie as you yell screaming falling through the air and you hit the astral gate and as you hit the astral gate below you you fall through it's still nighttime as you look around you feel yourself land on the ground nearby you hear another thud all of a sudden everything around you begins to come to life slavers surround you by the dozens creatures of horrific visage and temperament and there are so many of them eventually you see a familiar dragonborn step out heavily wounded injured and you hear him call to the others take that one we will have words with him and as the slavers begin to form I'm around not gone quietly <laughs> as the slavers begin to form around you you see a familiar face in the crowd. And this familiar face is your long-lost friend, known as Tiernan, I believe. Kara. And as you see his face, you just see that he's scowling at you and giving you kind of like an indication of... Submit. He's just... And then you watch as he kind of gets in front of the rest and quickly grabs your wrist and says, Please, not now. It's not oh worth God, it. Now him. you'll have we'll have our chance, please. And he quickly like brings your wrist together, begins to bind them.
4: And he well, begins before he does that, and I say, Might as well make it look good. And then I'm gonna headbutt him in the face. Okay, give me an attack roll. Should you do that? Okay, this does not have a... What is this using? Just my stre- or
0: strength? Can you give me your strength? Yeah, give me a d20, add your strength modifier to it.
4: Okay, guess I don't have anything for this. Ooh, that's a 16.
0: 16, you lean back, crack, crack him with the back of your head, you feel his nose kind of split, a little bit what of blood it? sprays. D4? Uh, he takes No, unarmed. Damage. It's unarmed.
4: Oh, unarmed, so he takes one damage, just... Okay.
0: Oh, it should say on your character sheet.
4: No, because I don't have any features for that,
0: so... Well, my
1: unarmed strike is three, and Every, you're bigger than I am. Yeah,
0: everybody has it. Everybody has the ability just for unarmed strike. Just go into actions
1: strike. and go down at the bottom. It should say unarmed strike, and it just gives you an amount.
0: Oh. Okay. Yeah, everybody has that ability. Four. And it's usually, Yeah, so you do four Nine. points to him as you feel his nose kind of split... And he leans in and he goes, (laughs) yeah, good idea. And then you feel a dagger, like the pommel of a dagger, kind of like crack you on the back of the skull. And you take two points of unarmed damage. Mm. And the two of you, he kind of like picks you up and pushes you forward. And you can just hear the crowd laughing and just kind of guttural language spewed out in your direction as you're being kind of taken deeper into the ranks and this is when you begin to realize as you come out of the edge of this area of the forest this section begins to look a little bit familiar to you this is the outside palisade or wall of the last time you were here at the jasper mining colony looking down into the valley the it for the most part it looks abandoned it looks in ruin but beyond it You can just see camps and camps and camps that just extend out until they reach the base of the mountainside, and up that mountainside, you can see where once sealed mining shafts were, now completely exposed mining shafts. You can see hundreds of campfires all up and down the side of the mountain. You can see hundreds of campfires littered into the slaver camp. You begin to realize there's thousands of individuals here. And at some point, Taron reaches down and kind of loosens your bindings just enough so that your wrists and your fingers can kind of freely move a bit and get some circulation. He curls his arm into your elbows. If he's kind of leading you deeper and deeper into the camp and he's whispering into your ear, what the hell are you doing here? Are you out of your fucking mind?
4: It's not my fault I fall through a portal and landed in the middle of this shit. You think I wanted to come here?
0: Well, all I know... More
4: importantly, where were you? Where the hell have you been? You left me. In the middle of the woods.
0: It's difficult to explain now, but it has to do with exactly where I have you now. You, do you get my meaning? This is the same group that overran us all those years ago. I've been following and tracking them. I thought you were dead, Derek. I thought you were killed by these maniacs. And here I find you falling through the sky. And not only falling through the sky, but you're falling through the sky with the leader of this nightmare fucking
4: place. Uh, It's not the first time I ran into that guy. Oh, we killed his dragon. That was fun. And he goes, yeah, Ildrix is probably gonna try to
0: skin you alive. I need to get you in and out of here as quickly as I possibly can. So, do me a favor. Keep your head down and just act defeated. I need your help in doing this.
4: Do you understand? All right. Uh, One thing, can you make sure I get my cloak then? Just make sure you know where all my equipment is, but the cloak needs to come with you. This is what I'm going to do.
0: And he's like walking you through crowds of just, um, it's strange. Everybody that you see here at some point or at some for some reason is disfigured, heavily scarred. Um, their physical forms don't look quite right. You watch as a three-legged human walks by you with its third leg being dragged limply behind it. A distended, grotesquely uh, odd shaped head of a goblin as its long tongue licks and laps at its own forehead to watch you as you walk by. All these guys. Well, we're going to get to that. If I can get you out of here, I have information that hopefully. Where? Okay, never mind. Hold on. And as he shoves you into a series of cages, or by a series of cages, he begins to take all of your equipment. And you watch as he jams it all into a rucksack and he puts it on his own back. And then he puts manacles on you, but one of the manacles is purposely not locked. He goes, no matter what happens, do not talk or make eye contact with anybody that comes by this cage. I need 30 minutes, and then I'm going to get you the fuck out of here. Do you understand me?
4: Okay. Okay.
0: He kind of, he roughly shoves you into a cage, and he slams it shut. And he yells out really loudly so that everybody watching will hear him say it. Yeah, old Ildryx is going to have a fun time gutting you, you fucking pig. (laughs) And he just kind of turns and begins to walk away. You notice as the crowd of onlookers kind of chortle and laugh as all this happens. A few minutes goes by, The 20 minutes goes by. It's near the 30 minute mark and he hasn't returned yet. At some point, the creatures around you begin to get bored. And occasionally, rotted and fetid food is thrown in your direction. Little sharp sticks are pointed and curses and all manner of torture and torment comes your way. At some point, as this goes on, you watch as the crowd around you that was very much enjoying the torment of you grows silent. The crowd parts as a very tall, mottled-skinned and somewhat injured, not fully recovered yet, Dragonborn, comes walking up to the front of your cage and he just crosses his arms and looks down at you. Strange fate bringing you home with me. I've never been defeated in battle. You and your friends, well, they'll either join me or they'll die like all the rest. Not really sure why you're fated to be here, but I plan on making use of it. Don't go anywhere. Show these pigs what a real death looks like. He watches, he turns and kind of disappears into the crowd. The crowd kind of goes back to whatever they were doing. Eventually, five, ten minutes later, Tyrion comes out of the crowd, looks at you, and goes, Sorry, if I there's see.
4: any rando goblin that came by and is laughing at me, I just reach through and pull him into the bars to smash his face against it.
0: Give me an athletics check.
4: Okay, athletics. Sweet.
0: Ooh, not bad. 22. Yeah, you reach out and you grab like the the remnant tuff of a leather jerkin and... Sh- slam, and you can hear a skull crack apart, an eye pop out, and you watch as the lifeless form of the laughing goblin just drops to the ground. The crowd around you laughs even harder. (laughs) They chortle at the ignorance of the goblin. A few minutes after that goes by, Tyrion finally shows back up again, carrying the same rucksack on his back. When I saw Ildrix, I was afraid. My timing was off, but I'm going to take you out of the cage and I'm going to pretend like I'm taking you to, like I am taking you to Ildrex himself. I'm going to use that time to try to sneak out of here. However, there's a tent. We're going to dodge into that tent and then I'm going to dress you up to look like one of the slavers. You understand? Yeah. yeah my cloak? I have your cloak. Do not worry about that. So the two of you, he kind of roughly pulls you out of the cage, and he goes, I need you to headbutt me again, please. I headbutt him. You crack him, and he kind of, open palm, cracks you across the face, and there's laughing and, you know, the usual kind of uh, leering going on from the creatures around you. You watch as... He leads you through a crowd and then down between a couple tents, and he quickly ushers you into one of the open tents. as he shoves you in there, he quickly
4: takes off your manacles he goes, "Now quick, get dressed." I'll take my cloak of disguise and activate its features to make me look like a deformed or what uh, okay, so like there's deformed. I know there's deformed beings in there, but are there like any just normal? looking beings no like that
0: and that's what you find your passive is so high that's the thing that you find most interesting is that staring at all these creatures there's nothing normal at any of these i mean what was human is no longer human what was goblin or orc or gnoll or bugbear all of these things have been transformed altered uh, disfigured um, caused to become something else but it also has enhanced some of their physicality. Um, you know the orcs look more larger the goblins look more quicker there's almost as if there was something that was given to them almost in like sacrificial concept of nature but in order to gain whatever this power was, they've become something else dis- disfigured. <laughs> The other thing you notice is that every single person that you go by on their neck and lower jaw is a familiar mark that you recognize because you and Gul have talked about it often. It's the mark of Merkel, the bone god. The ancient god that has not existed here for some time seems to be making somewhat of a comeback within this particular group. Even on occasion when you were being pushed towards the cage And into the area that you've already left and now putting on your disguise, you saw the occasional priest or acolyte or flagellant or um, there are certain individuals that you've seen that quite literally look like bone wearing tissue paper like skin. And they all seem quite emanating a power that you can't quite put your finger on. But... As you are in this, and Tyrion watches you activate the cloak, he goes, Holy shit. You've got powerful friends, don't you?
4: Oh, uh, now this? This is a god of a dead guy. Well, that's a start. Got any more of those? Nah, no, just this one. Although the bow's pretty cool, but I think it's a little inconspicuous. Let's get you out of here.
0: It's going take some time. Stay on my heel. We can do this. Do you understand? Yes. Yeah. And for the next hour or so, you spend a pretty precarious journey trying to get out of this area. And you begin to realize just how large it is. The once open vastness of the area is now just cluttered and clogged with hundreds of camps and encampments. Eventually, you swing by a section that looks like it's Ildrickson's encampment, um, surrounded heavily with about 20 or 30 camps. And then you see two things that you have never quite seen before. Two massive war machines with these huge metallic uh, cylindrical pipes coming off of them. They remind you of some of the things that Kai had been working on, only these are quite large in comparison. Hers would be a 10th of the size of these massive cannons. You can see other war machines of various types. Whatever effort was made at Whist was definitely not their full effort. And that's beginning to kind of weigh on you. Uh, Tyrn watches your looks as you are being led through here. I know it's more severe than you thought. They weren't as organized or as dangerous when they overran our community and destroyed our lands but they've become so much more. I've been focusing so long on tracking, planning, trying to figure out some way to get our revenge that we deserve, but I've just never been able to get close enough to Ildrex or that mad priest that lives up in the mountain. I could just get to him, slit his throat, kill him. Maybe I could put an end to this. But the horrors that they send out of those mines is just, Too much for the mind to even contemplate.
4: I think I might have a way we can help each other then, old friend.
0: Well, we'll get to that point when we get to that point. For now, get you out of here and safely on your way. I cannot leave. I'm too close to my goal, but I can get you out. For the rest of the night, the two of you make your way out of the slaver encampment dodging the occasional picket and patrol looking up to see the occasional wyvern rider with dragonborn um, with dragonborn on their back the gaze of these creatures looking down trying to absorb they're on patrol there's pickets there's organization here but once again whenever you get close enough to these creatures they, there's something wrong with them there's something that's not Right, and then you and Tyrion spend that evening, finally making it out to the edge of the forest, making it out to the very edge of the Worn Tooth Hills. Both of you collapse in exhaustion as you watch as Tyrion casts a spell, and a little translucent hut comes into existence. And he goes quickly. We'll rest in here, and then we'll make our way out of here tomorrow. Agreed.
4: I don't know. Hera I I need to get some I'm here. It's a it's a few days walk back to where I was from here. I think I should probably get some information while I'm here. I
0: have all the information you're gonna need. If you truly have friends and you truly have power behind these friends I have what I think you might need, but for now we rest gather our strength, plan, take some time to cast a teleportation circle. I've relearned some very old magics. It would seem the weave is not quite dead yet. And it would also seem that its control is, well, mobile. And you watch as he leans into his vest and he pulls out a small glimmer stone and in the stone there's like a pulsing yellow energy coming off of it that mad creature up in the caves found these it's been bringing back parts of what the old weave could do control the arcane nature its absence has been so long i thought i could never control it again but this stone allows me to do it I'll get you home to your friends. I have information you can take with you. But for now, you should rest. And you watch as he kind of dips into the translucent hut. You kind of follow in behind him. So Derek, go ahead and take your long rest finally after nearly four weeks. Um, Upgrade your character sheet um, appropriately. Already done.
1: We are level thirty-five. Just uh, so
3: you know. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice
3: try.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Nice try. <laughs> i for Apollo. <laughs> then I'm behind twenty levels. Oh my
4: god.
1: <laughs> A lot happened in those four weeks, man. A lot happened. A lot. It was pretty. Mm-hmm.
0: It was pretty intense. Um, so, Apollo, in your unconscious state, you've been lying adrift for some time, you've been existing between two worlds. A world in front of you that's presented to you as this peaceful, harmonic kind of glade. This place looks familiar to you, all around you. Brethren, sisters, mothers, fathers, all of those that make up the great tribe of your past and your present are here but it doesn't really make sense. You know most of these people are dead. So it, it, where are you? Are you in the in-between? Are you someplace else? You're not entirely sure. You feel a tug at your right hand and you look down to see a small child with big white irised eyes kind of looking up at you. Apollo, where's the flower?
3: I unfortunately lost it. I couldn't... I wasn't strong enough.
0: As you look down at the face, the face casts its own face down to the ground, and she looks back up at you. Then you're not done yet. Look behind you. What is it? As... You look behind, you see a small figure. Why is it? You see a small figure come into existence. The familiar form of Arena stands a few feet behind you and then begins to kind of float in a weird way towards you. As she does, you watch her form change, and as she reaches out with one of her hands to grab onto you and pull you back into yourself, you just watch as the once cheerful, renascent and gleeful arena transforms in front of you into this dark, moody, kind of distant version of herself. And then as that happens, the next thing you know, you're looking up at Arena's face of concern. You're lying on a rather large gurney or table. Looking around, you realize you're in the hospital section of the Sunrise Chapel. Without any help, she's brought you back. However, you're now staring at someone that looks very different. The pupils of her eyes are gone. They're darkened, fully blackened. Her hair, skin color, all changed. Even the style of dress has changed. You watch as a familiar warg kind of nuzzles at your arm briefly, only you kind of suppress an in, a, a feeling of recoil. You you want to pull away, but you know this is ghost. But looking at this creature staring at you, half of its skull is now protruding from its once fur-covered muzzle. This... Arcane energy is kind of swirling around its head. The bristle porcupine-like hair no longer soft fur of a warg, but almost has an edge or a point to it that if you were to hug this beast that it would pierce through your skin and meat. You're about to say something until you collapse into unconsciousness again as the overall effort of maintaining your control and Anchor to this reality takes over and pulls you back in to a deep sleep. For the rest of you, you are currently in the basement of Vert's tower. As you stand there, amazed at the fact that Vert may have actually figured out how to finally open these doors... Vilev looks at all of you and says, he kind of moves his head a bit. I'll be right back. Don't wait for me. And you watch as Vilev quickly springs up the stairs and makes his way out, leaving Gulshaw, Kai, and Arena alone with Vert down in the basement where the two astral doors lie heavily sealed. The familiar lock across them the familiar kind of like glyphs and wards that are laid out across them as well. Not really sure how I've been able to figure this out, but I found a book. Oddly enough, I was working on it the night that we were attacked. I was in Tamlin's library, and I had found a book that discussed in greater detail the understanding of astral, um, astral travel, astral um, projection, and the ability to, um, create other types of existences, you know, as I've been playing with these pocket dimensions and other things to be able to safely stow my, my magics and my, he kind of looks down at his feet, I wish I could have done so much more, and he kind of sighs and kind of wipes at his eye and then goes back anyways, sorry, um, these doors, they're not locked. They're timed. The glyphs and wards are timing wards. This door can be undone. It can be unbound. We just need to understand what time this door resides in. If we can figure that part out, I think I may know how to unlock them. Unfortunately, Without Max being here, it's gonna be a lot harder. Kinda wish he was here, but he's not, so we'll have to figure this out on our own. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: I understand. Max
1: is finding himself.
0: (laughs) Yes, he's on a soul discovery search of finding Mm -hmm. Max.
1: (laughs) Max is finding himself. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Time. How do we figure out what time it is? Mm -hmm. Well, see,
0: that's the thing. One set of glyphs talks about a time of knowledge, a time of advancement, technology. I think this might have something to do with the goddess Ayun. Another Mm -hmm. kind of glyphs and wards talk about the elements and how the four elements, when brought together, ...can bring things into existence. I've never fully understood how that works. That feels like a kind of magic I'm not familiar with. But the third ring of glyphs... ...strikes me the most. And you watch as Vert kind of side-eyes... ...Kai, or Lady Silverhand... ...depending on how Mm -hmm. she refers to herself. Kai, I believe... I don't
2: refer to myself as Lady.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Kai, I believe... The third set of glyphs were written by your adoptive mother 250 years ago. Oh, my. There is something underneath these doors that has already been brought into existence. This lock, these doors, if we could just figure out how to open them, I think... I think your mother knew what was going to happen. I think your mother had the ability to look into the future. I think your mother made that mirror. I think your mother was once a very powerful arcane wizard who practiced her arcane abilities. In an ancient old building that i have no idea what it was or where it was or what it was named based on the descriptions that you and your friends gave me all those months ago in regards mm-hmm. to what you found in the mines and seeking your way through to costa's laboratory yeah. i don't know how but whatever role your father and mother played the fact that this version of your father doesn't even know entirely, means that when me and Tamlin pulled him from his point in time, your mother had not completed what she was working on. We've never been able to bring your mother safely back in order to aid Lord Silverhand in what he was accomplishing and what we were hoping to bring back to the Midland Kingdoms. We think we can't, because no matter how often we tried, her eventual, her eventual death was because she was never really there. You think, you think your mother is on the other side of these doors, but not in the sense that you might think. Her astral self, her projected self, whatever magic she's been able to figure out, were born and birthed. In that astral laboratory that you found whether or not she put Tercasta there to oversee those relics and devices of 250 years ago to make sure they could never be reused meant that she knew the possible outcome was not going to be good and because she knew this because she knew this understood how important it was to prepare what this is. This has been built in the old tower that your great-great-great-great-grandfather used to practice his magics in long before the great capital was built. We stand on the ground of trial and error of arcane magics that built the very name of Silverhand. And the only reason I feel like I can tell you this now is what I learned in this book. And when Tamlin and I found and read through this book, it was one of the old relic books that we had pulled from the ruins of Pym. We had no idea what it was or what it was capable of.
2: Is it possible my mother is actually from the future originally?
0: This has crossed our minds. What if... Our present is her past. What if the reason we couldn't bring her through is because she's never been in her past to be brought through? We've never tried to bring any of the Silverhands from the future. It's always been the past that we focused on. We don't know what arcane magics are required now to make that happen. But we do know Something related to Ioun, and Something related to how something could be brought into existence. And then the custom magics of your mother are on this door. I have not been able to decipher this magic. It is not familiar to me. I had hoped, maybe, after the fact that Lord Silverhand had revealed your true parentage to you, that, somehow, fresh look with fresh eyes give us the insights yeah. that we need.
2: I know I've read all of the books in the library that we have. I don't know if I have any of my mother's missing books or anything that has been withheld from me.
1: I, I would like to pull out the that I, that blue-faceted diamond. Oh, yeah. And, and I kind of want to look through it at the door.
0: As you look through it yeah. at the door, all the other glyphs fade, except for the ones that Vert points out to as the ones written and produced by Kai's mother. Uh-huh. You begin to watch as they squirm at first and begin to reshape and reform and then they transform into spell-like letterings. Go ahead and give me Arcana check.
1: Hey.
2: <laughs> you can always let me look through the thing, too.
6: <laughs> mm-hmm. Guidance?
1: <clears throat> can I guide myself?
0: Sure, why not? Just for shiggles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that a, that's a d4 right Uh
2: huh. I believe unless you have anything special
1: nope wait hold on I don't even know if I have guidance right now I just changed oh, all no. my spells.
6: hold on <laughs> 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 I
1: do right. okay Yay, so a, d4, a d4 a d4 could make wait 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 I rolled a 1 but halfling luck I'm gonna roll it again
6: No, it's not better.
3: Just no. <laughs> gotta get tusk luck.
1: <laughs> I got a nine.
0: A nine. It's definitely it a spell. But you're just not familiar with its arcane nature. It's not familiar to you. All you know huh. is it's definitely a spell of some sort.
1: <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna look through that. I'm gonna say, dude, guys, this is weird okay, no, I don't say that. I say, oh my gosh! It okay. It's changing. You guys got to look at this. It's it's changing. Okay. But I'm like trying to make it like change with the kaleidoscope, you right. know, effect. Yeah. Yeah. even there. All the little yeah. plastic
0: chips, you know, All falling. The plastic and, chips, yeah. and I'm
1: like, shh, 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 yeah, no. And, so I hand it to either Kai or Vert, whoever wants to look at it first.
0: Okay, hand it off to Kai. Guys, you look through, based on Arena's description, you see Mm -hmm. clearly a spell that was described by Vert that was written in your mother's hand is just very much effervescent and glowing with unique energy. None of the other glyphs or wards are. Go ahead and give me an arcana check, please.
2: It's a 27.
0: So, as you look at this, as you follow the glyphs and wards, you begin to realize they're slowly revealing themselves to you. And it's almost as if it's a stanza or a kind of saying or poetic literature of a spell. She exists between two worlds, one in disfavor and one in favor. One holds the key. One holds the nightmare. Tread lightly and seek out the key with your eyes Closed. Worry not the reflection. The reflection is the truth. The key is the lie. And as you say that, you guys watch as the glass eye (laughs) bursts into arcane energy. It hovers over the door and (laughs) and as it pulses out, there's a projection. That
1: was expensive.
0: There is a projection of a mirror. (laughs) There's a projection of the arcane mechanical owl, and then there's a projection of the astral uh, planeteer thing that you had discovered deep in the mine. You watch as the astral planeteer represent- representation flares into existence. And begins to rotate. And you watch as all these strange planets align up on it. You then watch as the projection of the owl lifts off of its podium. Flies into the mirror. And as it comes out of the mirror. It's carrying a key in its claws. And as it comes it lands directly in the center of the orb that's projecting this out. And you watch as two... Almost like beams of huge light begin to pulse open, and then everything fades. The glass orb goes back to its normal um, glass like ceramic self, and it just rests right on the ground in front of the two doors.
2: Okay. Am I the only one who saw that, or did everybody?
0: Everybody saw that. Okay. Uh...
2: (laughs) Otherwise, I I would describe it to them, but yeah, if they all see that, good, good. Yeah, you guys all saw that, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Something about the key is a lie? Yeah, I would have read that out loud to you
2: guys. Okay. I tried to take notes. Vert kind of pipes
0: up. I recognize the mirror. We have that. Oddly enough...
2: I would have taken it so.
0: Oddly enough, I recognize that owl. Max had delivered that to us before he mm-hmm. left. It was something that he had taken from that ruined location. I've been studying that mirror for some time. There's something about... There's something about that astral planetary representation. Do you recall seeing that back in the ruins, back in the mines?
1: That, that plant, the astral yes. planetary thingy? Yeah, that was in the mines. Mm.
0: I think we need that. I think the ability to open up these doors is based on these things combined. I don't know how, but I think if we get that that astral planetary model here, I believe that Lady Silverhand created a doorway into where she resides, and she is there to this day. Remember how I mentioned to you about when I was studying the mirror, it felt like I was either looking at an alternate version of myself or perhaps a future version of myself. And up until now, I've never been able to make sense of what that was. I have a funny feeling that when we activate the owl, it is activated based on the fact that the astral lathe, when the planets come together, that tells the owl where to go. And in its reflection in the mirror, it brings back a key. I think that's the key we need to open up these doors. She's hidden it in such a way that only Kai would ever be able to disseminate this information. But what I find strange, not the Kai of a year ago or two or three, but the Kai of now. In other words, he would have known that Kai's powers were never gonna be good enough two or three years ago has written and done all of this knowing that Kai would get to this point.
2: Interesting.
0: Question is, how much more did she know before sealing the doors? And is sealing the doors closing her off from the risk of being identified and tracked down? I believe I at this point forward we are walking a new timeline. We are walking a new existence. I think Lady Silverhand was able to control and manage and manipulate everything up to this point in time. She knew about Arena. She knew about Valev. She knew about Golshah, She knew about Derek. God rest, God's rest his soul wherever he is. I'm not dead, Jackass! <laughs> you do not know that yet. Oh,
1: you You're, not know yet. Yeah. You're not
6: there! You're not there!
0: So one You're must dead. assume... <laughs> <that> the capture <laughs> of the flower of the weave... and where we are now... is the fulcrum, is the turning point, is the shift. Whatever we do next... determines, ultimately, our successes and failure.
1: Merkel got the flower from Apollo.
0: Yes, but don't you think that was ordained? Maybe that was meant to happen. Or at least yeah, hopefully part... Yeah, the
2: flower killed him. Well, no, I... Yeah, maybe it will.
0: I don't <laughs> know. Right now, what we do know is that the followers of Merkel, the priests, the acolytes, all those that bow to this god of bones, they're not using... The weave as we know it from its history, they're using the weave in what it is now. It's corrupted, broken, it's malformed sense of the weave. Perhaps fixing the weave undoes everything that's been done. And that's why he wanted his hands on that flower. If he could prevent the weave from coming back, it strengthens their cause and weakens ours.
5: so we have to get the planetarium back then
1: and the flower
5: I don't know which path to take these
0: are all paths that are choices the question is which one makes more sense do we follow the path of retrieving the flower and perhaps restoring the weave and undoing Merkel, or do we follow the path of retrieving the planetarium discovering the secret behind this door once and for all and perhaps the secret behind here is what we need to undo this present in order to understand her future and communicate with her?
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh no, we've already pro- proven with the cube, with the reliquary cube, we've already proven that we can go to the past. We've never tried it to go to the future. It is knowledge that we just don't possess the refraction cube is a difficult relic, to say the least. You've already seen the broken forms of the silver hands that we've brought back, and we thought we accounted for them all. But that creature you saw near the blackened wood was definitely one of them.
5: Mm-hmm. How?
1: Can you only How do you people?
5: control it? Control what, Gulshaw? The cube. How could you? How do you control it to? go back to a certain time
0: so less about control and spontaneous luck to be honest when you invoke oh and a- activate oh, the cube God. yeah <laughs> you have to think about a point in time that you're attempting to get to
2: That is Sokai's wheelhouse. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy scientist artificer. Let's dump a little of this into that and see what
1: happens. (laughs) Question. Can you only pull people or can you pull things?
0: We've only ever been interested in retrieving the silver hand copies that we felt were most useful in what we're trying to accomplish here. Bring back the old world. Save the Midlands from these... Tyrannies that surround us, and who knows, maybe make our way west and rediscover old lands and old cities long forgotten.
5: So, here's what? my thinking.
1: Well, okay, I have a thought too.
5: Go first, We go back in time to when we were there the first time.
1: That is what I was thinking.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Get the planetarium. But my thought was come back. just
1: after we leave.
2: Yeah, so you don't cross yourselves.
1: Well, yeah, because me seeing me as I look right now, I might kill me. Y-
2: just saying. Y-
4: y- fair. Could you That's kill you? Could you kill you? You're way more powerful now.
5: Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> you might kill the wrong one, right? You, you, you might kill the
5: so. My other thinking. We go back to the time before the flower was taken that was my thought and make sure that it's not taken and perhaps both
2: did we see apollo lose the flower Were we who I was did. around that saw that no. happen yeah that,
5: that was yeah. No, that's common knowledge right well no, for I those of you him. that made it I to the center if, that.
0: if you made it to the center of the silverhand residence Right. The Merkle avatar extended its hand and brought the dead form of okay. Apollo yeah. to it. And while it was it. holding onto Apollo's neck, reached in, pulled out the flower, dropped Apollo's okay. corpse, and then and as they out right. bamped out of existence, the arconic explosion of scorch in the background kind of kind of blew up into an almost like a it's sunscape. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So all of you do have that knowledge.
5: Okay, So just making those, sure we knew that. Also, I don't know if this has anything to do with anything, but I was gifted a few items from the Raven Queen. With all the excitement, I have not had them properly looked at.
0: Gifts but from I'd a god, Gulshan, now you're just mentioning it? I mean, let's be well, honest, that's pretty important, <laughs> don't you think?
5: I. Is important, but uh, a I lot mean, of things have We were just starting to
1: talk when, uh, when the attack hit. So, I mean,
5: we so haven't really
2: had a chance to come together.
5: It's a book, a shield, and a dwarven hammer.
1: Book, uh, I think.
0: A shield and a dwarven hammer. Yes. Have you examined the book yet?
5: I know this is going to sound crazy, but. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, you never were much for
0: reading, okay. Ivar. I'm not overly surprised.
5: Well, no, it's not that. It's, we got back and all this stuff started happening. And then yeah, I was going to, to breathe. We were going, <laughs> I was actually on my way to Verts when all this shit hit the fan. So.
0: May so I see will the book? Shaw
5: will say, well, sorry. I didn't have time. There's a war going on.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
5: Do me a favor,
0: Gilshaw. May I see the book?
5: I show him. To, I show all of it to him.
0: He takes the book from you first, examines it briefly. This is a book of Ayun. This is one of her apostates that have written this. Only followers of Ayun would ever be in possession of this book. He looks at the door and then he looks at the shield. You watch as he waves his hand over the shield and then (laughs) the emblems of the four elements appear on the face of the shield. And then as he looks at the hammer and hefts it and holds it in both of his hands. This is an ancient relic. I don't know how you truly got a hold of this. If you say "the God's it you to lie? you, it's not about lying. It's about the world that we're in. Clearly, these were gifted to him.
1: I think I did this to myself. <laughs>
0: I don't pretend to understand the goings-on of the younger generation. I don't quibble or quabble over the music
1: look at my eyes i did not do this to myself
0: okay you're scary <laughs> as fuck. anyways this <laughs> hammer just imagine
1: having to look at myself in the mirror i mean jeez
0: <laughs> just don't use that other mirror anyways scare um,
1: yourself on the way to the bathroom
0: at night right? this hammer
2: <laughs> is the hammer
0: meal. of the world maker It is believed that on the back of a great turtle, two gods met, did battle with the Kraken. And that is how the world was formed. One of many different lores. But this hammer is part of that myth or lore, however you want to look at it. These are relics that you now possess, Kolshaw, and they must mean something. They do not reveal themselves to me. The true magic and the true nature is unknown to me, but... I recognize their imbuement. I recognize the enchantments upon them.
5: Mm. What'd you say the shield had on it?
0: The four elements, earth, wind, fire, and oh. water.
5: Well, doesn't the door have the same thing? Yes, it does. As well as- My
1: shield bashing the door with the, with the shield. I'm just kidding.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the book, mean- and the book is an, a book of Ayun, one of the apostates of Ayun, um, known as a knowledge keeper. Once again, there's some familiarity with the door. The other ward that's on the door has something to do with a magical incantation related to Ayun. Hmm.
1: I got this, and I pull out the uh, fang from, um...
0: Yes, we all know you got... We all know that Volev gave you a big tooth. We're very proud.
1: Well, I mean... Mm. The ball said it was from a beholder. whose soul he already had. Wait, did he say whose soul it was?
0: No, he didn't say specifically. He just said that particular... So, no, you asked if it was Xanathar's tooth, I believe, and then Baal answered by saying, I already have that particular soul.
1: Okay. Never mind. <laughs> I'm going to have it made into a sword. Well, it'd be a sword for me.
5: So, is there any... I don't know this sounds stupid. This <laughs> sounds too easy... So I know it's probably bullshit, but I'm going to ask anyway. So is there anywhere to like, these things would fit into the door or?
0: Give me an investigation check.
5: Okay.
1: Did that blue gem reform or did it poof away?
0: No, it reformed back into its glass kind of like -like gem-like existence. So it's still
5: able to- I pick it
1: back up and put it in my pocket.
5: Investigation. Uh, I mean, bag of holding. What'd you get, Gulshah?
0: Fifteen. Fifteen? The physical items appear to be designed to be worn and used on a person. Um, the book held, the shield held, and the hammer held. Almost as if the intent of these devices were to be used. There's nothing here that gives you the possible understanding that maybe they fit somewhere go somewhere the space has always been bereft and barren of much it's always just been the two massive doors leading down into the ground all the glyphs and wards you know projected from each of the doors the heavy silver and, and 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 brass lock um keeping the doors shut no amount of magic or dispel has ever been able to counter these things but you don't see anything specific
5: Alright, let me just look at something real quick here. Um, you know, I turn to Kai. Hmm. Let me go back to the screen here, sorry.
2: So I you see anything
5: up. infernal? You're the only person. You know, or- ...that I know that's a maker of anything. Mm-hmm. So I hand you the hammer. Mm-hmm. I hand you the shield. And I hand you the book. Oh. Do
2: you like me
1: to study these?
5: I'd like you to put them on and see what happens.
0: We take and up. Up their curse first.
5: <laughs>
0: I mean, Verts yeah, already said that. they're imbued. He <laughs> just can't identify what they are.
5: You're the only cursed thing here. Mm. <laughs> oh, that is so mean.
0: <laughs> and I can just see Goldshaw's like straight, <laughs> just face face is like
2: <laughs> looking. I mean, I right do at the death have <laughs> the spell identify. I do have identify, if that matters.
1: Yeah, let's roll out so the identify. I,
2: Yeah, I can do the ritual uh, of identify on all of them. Sit down in a corner and just look them over. If you'd like.
0: So we'll say you're doing that with your time. Vilev has still not come Mm -hmm. back yet. Arena and Gulshaw and Vert, you're standing there at the astral door. Derek, it's the following morning after the initial battle and escape from the slaver camp. You watch as Terran leads you out of the translucent hut and the two of you step into a fresh morning taking your long rest he seems quite well rested he was up before you so there's a small campfire with a small kind of like meal being prepared um some bed rolls have been kind of set out to make it more comfortable to sit and eat and you can see off to the side where he's begun to make a teleportation circle, and the only reason you recognize it is because you remember that Max was experimenting and trying to get Mm -hmm. a teleportation circle up and running as well. So you get the feeling that Terran has definitely come into their power finally, and maybe that's what part of what he's been doing with his time while gradually making inroads into the slaver community. He begins to go back to work on the circle while you're now kind of standing there enjoying a meal, watching what he's doing. He looks over at you. And as he looks over at you Oh my god, the the page didn't refresh. Sorry. Oh, there it is. As he looks over at you while he's making this incantation on the ground, he just looks up and he goes, So, tell me about your friends. Tell me about what you think our chances are with them.
4: I sort of like, uh, I'm, I'm, I look like I'm about to say something really confident, but then I kind of stop, pause, and memories flood through my head of instances and like, yeah, there's really only one of them that i probably rely on. <laughs> only one? Who? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 never mind. So I'll just send... <laughs> just a private joke. I'm <laughs> just thinking of all the, the mistakes that have been made on the way. So I'll I've never do... blown
2: you up. I have never blown you up. <laughs>
0: yeah. So true. So true.
4: And I just go on to explain about, you know, me going into the town, the people I've met, starting some of the adventures we've been on since we've been uh, doing our jobs, including uh, going to the Jasper Mining Colony originally. And now it's kind of all different. What? Just a good recap.
0: Yeah, he spends like 15, 20 minutes as he's finishing the... Um, the runes and glyphs of the teleportation circle. If I were to give you all the information I possess and have, do you think they could do it? Could they kill him? Could they kill Ildrix and his master?
4: I'd say we definitely can. You should come with me, Tara, though. The people... all those people in the camp saw you take me out and I'm suddenly gone? I don't think you're... that uh, other dragonborn's going to be stupid enough to believe that I just walked away from you.
0: I'm not so worried about them. I'm worried about our chances. I want to make sure that if I give you this, if I... If I give this up to you, I have maps, I have notes, I have information, I know the schedule, I know how they do things, I know what to look for, I know where to find this creature in the cave. I'll do what I can here to slow them down, but I know their intent is to take their full power to Wist, their full power to everything that you and your friends have built
4: But you really feel like there's a chance. I believe we can do it. We have come so far and done so much in such little time. Well, he
0: begins to make the last minute changes of the circle. He looks at you. And he hands you map case, journals, books, every note that he's ever taken over the last course of three years while chasing these individuals down in an attempt to learn more about them. And you begin to rifle through his documentation, everything that he has. The first thing he points out to you is a slaver camp that he's taken very meticulous and careful notes of. This is Ildric's portion of the camp. The two wagons contain high-level Merkel priests, and I believe that that's where they reside. His most strident and fervent followers reside close to him. I believe he has close to 50, maybe even 100 personal bodyguards. You and your friends dealt with two of them already, if your story is true. He is camped nearest the war machines, where they build them, manufacture them. Send this map with you. Hopefully it will help you and your friends. Here is where that mad fiend resides. It's the fourth highest mine on the face of the mountain. It's the one that your story is true. The one that you and your friends could not enter the one that was sealed with warnings on it, and they did not try to enter. They have. In that cave, creatures are made. Monsters, deformities. And I believe there is a portal in there. I've seen it, but never looked into it. And he sends these creatures through, casts them out into the greater land to do harm, destroy others. So this is how I invaded wis.
4: I believe this is to be true correct.
0: If you do come back to the Jasper mining community, do not let its run down abandoned state fool you. The very center, large building directly underneath it is a vast, vast labyrinth of creatures and other things that are being kept hidden for some purpose that I do not know what. Avoid this if possible. Skirt the entrance. Make your way to the caves from the other side of the community. Do your best to avoid this. And no matter what happens, no matter what you hear, know that this section is the most dangerous way to transgress through their lines. They purposely make it look as if it's abandoned. Creatures and unsuspecting individuals that walk their way through there are never seen or heard from again.
4: anybody feel like this is the way we're going to end up going?
6: (laughs) (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) With all of that, my notes, my observations, everything I've been able to discover, the only thing I still don't understand completely is what these things become. I've been using simple disguises and disfigurement tricks to try to keep myself from being... Well noticed. And this is the hardest thing I'm going to have to ask you, Derek. Can you lend me that cloak? Can you make it so moving forward, I can continue my disguise. I can continue making observations. If I had that cloak. I could learn so much more.
4: I'll give. I'll take it off and give it to him. Of course. It has served me well. May it serve you well as well, friend. Thank you. Greatly appreciated.
0: Now, let's get you home. By the way, I haven't ma- quite mastered this yet. You might feel a little pinch.
4: Well, the first time it happened, I ended up someplace that didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't intend to go to. So as long as it's close by, I think I'll be fine.
0: Oh, so you've been through a teleportation circle before?
4: Once. Technically twice now. Interesting. Well, hold your breath. And he kind of leads you into the middle of the
0: circle, and he casts the last of the incantation. He watches this swirling blue portal kind of appears right behind you. And he just smiles. He puts on the cloak. You watch as he turns into a disfigured, half-ogre-like visage. But the voice doesn't match the look, and he just says, It's good to see you again, Derek. Good luck. And, sh-
4: and you too.
0: Your world blackens and darkens, sh- Pulled through as you descend through this portal. Apollo, you're now awake, sitting up. Most of the morning has gone by. It's getting closer to mid-morning. At some point, you wander out of the hospital and begin to take in everything around you, the fact that you feel like you've been given another opportunity, another life. This ability of redemption, this understanding that you need to recover the flower, you need to bring back what you were given by the glade in hopes of restoring and repairing the weave. You watch as valev comes running through the town with someone in tow. It's Derek. He's back. Volev comes running over with Derek, begins to sputter about everything that happened with Apollo, his death, his uh, the battle, the the chaos, and everything. And is kind of like, even though he looks a little bit more mature with the beard, he still has that familiar childlike voice. You also watch something rather interesting. You watch as a large tree like creature has followed Vilev into town. Hey, Wilson. And Wilson looks, ah, good to see you, Derek. I was wondering, have you seen our friend, Elian?
4: Uh, no, she didn't contact me. Why? I was about to ask you the same thing. Is she here? I don't know. She was supposed to have gone looking
0: for you. But no matter. I will find where she is. I will go commune with the Force and I'll get back to you when I can. It's good to see that you're back. Seems little Belev here. He's quite excited about it. Belev we'll grabs onto both Apollo and Derek's hand. Those of you down in the basement studying and focusing on this, watching Kai wrap up the last of her spell work, you watch as Valev comes racing down the stairs with both Apollo and Derek in tow. You guys look and are shocked to see that it's Derek is back. He looks like he's seen some things. He is heavily, although recovered, he's heavily bruised, scarred, And seems distracted. But for the first time in a long time, all of you are now back together again in Vert's tower in the basement. As you watch Kai make the last of the incantation to identify all three of the vestiges that have been placed in her hands. What would you guys like
4: to do? What are you guys doing?
5: Good, and yourself? Um, Glad you're
1: back. Alina. How did you get away?
4: Whoa. What?
1: All right. <laughs> um, oh.
3: What did you do?
1: <laughs> well, I, I brought you back to life.
3: At what cost, though?
1: Well, you can see. Yeah.
6: That's...
5: No, I you mean... can't see. It's very
4: <laughs> dark.
5: What do you get?
6: Yep.
4: I have uh, information that I think Bracus and Lord Silverhand would be interested in looking at.
5: What do you have? We have some information here too.
4: I have maps and information about the schedules from the guards at the encampment that I was stuck at. I was ended up transported to the uh, to the Jasper Mining Colony. There are hundreds of thousands of them there.
1: But uh, that's mm. a lot.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: We don't. We don't have that many we sold, need to especially not out. now.
4: It wasn't. It was. It was just thousands, right? Wasn't it? Yeah,
0: thousands, hundreds of thousands. That would be incredible. (laughs) Jesus, I was
1: going to say, oh my gosh. How the hell did they get that many people?
5: I was about to cast that spell that gives me a steed I can leave on. (laughs) I cast Steed Steed of Retreat. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Steed of Retreat. Hasty retreat. Um, <laughs> run! <laughs> Have run away!
6: Run away! <laughs> I guess run away? You, you basically
5: explain everything to you that yeah. has happened down here. Yep.
3: Yep. Yep.
5: It's uh, uh, easier to do that way, I think.
4: I'll talk to Vert and basically say we probably should get uh, everybody important in one room and discuss everything that we've so far got.
1: I don't know. I've seen that movie. Then they get shot.
5: <laughs> the helicopter with the Gatling yeah. gun comes up and oh,
1: exactly, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. The
5: helicopter. <laughs> Which with I the don't galen. doubt that they People had put
2: the president. <laughs> over
4: they and- got everything. Else. It's more like a bomb that's smuggled in a briefcase. Uh, <laughs> no, Those are right. more from- ones I'm more familiar with.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: I was thinking of the second star trek movie uh anyway uh yeah so <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh okay
1: well we can uh, go talk to silverhand and yeah or, yeah and and-
5: okay what did you find out
2: yeah, I don't know. What did I find out?
0: <laughs> As you're momentarily at the end of your identifying of these items. You're kind of momentarily distracted to see both Apollo and Derek here. Kind of a sense of everybody back again. Mm-hmm. Um, even Vilev is like running from person to person, kind of very kind of <laughs> hyper about this, and very kind of fixated on the door, and, Kai, Kai, what'd you find, Kai? Kai, what's that do? What's that do, Kai? Hey, Kai, <laughs> Kai, that hammer's really cool. Kai, yeah. I see that hammer. Is that cool? Is it a cool hammer? What's that Don't, book do? What's that book do? What's that shield do? Is that, is that shield cool? It looks really cool. <laughs> Eventually, Vert just smiles, kind of puts his hand on Love's shoulder to calm him down. Yes, please. Tell us about what you've discovered. <laughs> so as you kind of get these things to reveal themselves, they're not... They're not sentient by any stretch of the word but they're not fully revealing either this is old old magic that's not overly familiar to you but first the book it calls itself the book of knowledge and okay that is the book of knowledge okay yeah and as you examine it and look at it you begin to realize the book that's dedicated to ayun And for anyone who reads and consumes the content of this book, gradual understanding of Ayun and what Ayun represents will be revealed to them. And certain kind of possible magic effects. And you begin to realize that this is definitely a book of study. It'll take you more time. But it's definitely a relic. You recognize it as a relic. Moving to the shield, you begin to realize the shield is an actual vestige of the Dwarven God, Mordekine. And the four elements on the shield represent the ability to make, to create worlds. The ability to take the four elements, bring them together, and on the back or front of the shield, a world is made. You're not entirely sure what that means, but you begin to realize that Hmm. if it's a Mordekine vestige, it must have some kind of power, but it's one of those powers The potential may have to be unlocked, studied, attuned, and discovered through use. As you examine the creation Mm -hmm. hammer, you realize that this is probably the most interesting of the three. On one side of the hammer are a series of Kraken tentacles that kind of splay out to the front of it. And then on the back side of the hammer... Is a single kind of like obelisk representation of an eye with some kind of um, uh, some kind of minding behind it, and then the hammerhead itself, and then the heft, is made up of the form of a dragon, a huge dragon in its representation. The metal itself is almost blindingly white, and the heft is made up of like silver, gold, and platinum inlay. Whatever this thing does, it definitely did not reveal itself to you. It merely identified itself to you as the creator's hammer. You get the feeling that this would have to be wielded, attuned, and it's a process of perhaps it revealing itself to whoever that bearer is. But you also get the feeling that all three of them are linked. That wielding Mm. the hammer, bearing the shield, and understanding... Gifts of knowledge from Ayun. Somehow, all are meant to invoke or create a condition of existence. Once again, you're not entirely sure how or why. And if you want, you could simply just say, you tell this to everybody if you choose to.
2: Yeah, I do. I'll okay. go ahead and just say what I've learned out loud.
0: Okay. So. Mm.
2: Yes, that is what I know. I will be more than happy to continue studying the book if you would still like to use the shield and the hammer as you've been using it to try and learn. the more I learn, the more I'll tell you about it.
5: The more we can test it together. Yeah, I don't need those items.
1: Is that the ham- is, is that the hammer that he's been using?
5: No. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, no, this, this, no. Is not, these no were this is not. Oh, I believe
0: these were different. the three oh, gifts okay. gifted to you when you went to go establish and oh, take your oath okay. at the O'Shram temple, correct? Yeah. 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 yeah,
1: these are not. These are the...
2: Am I able to carry a hammer?
0: This is designed for someone with a proficiency in this type of weapon. Um, I don't think I am. If you don't have the proficiency, (laughs) it would be very unwieldy and and not really provide much for you.
1: What's a hammer? Is it a simple weapon?
0: I believe... Well, I
3: don't know. It is a martial... Is it a warhammer? It's a warhammer,
0: just not a a great hammer. It's a a warhammer, so it's a martial Mm -hmm. weapon.
2: Yeah, no. I am... um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, simple weapons, yeah. And sometimes firearms. Thank you.
6: <laughs>
2: so, I, am, a lo- I ha- am proficient in, yeah, firearms actually is a thing <laughs> at the DM's discretion. <laughs> Don't you just love alchemists? We can blow things
0: up. As long as they're not blowing me up, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Is it a one-handed yeah. warhammer? Yes, it's one-handed. Warhammer, it's
1: one-handed. In, uh, it says weapon, comment, okay. Versatile,
2: melee.
4: Oh.
1: It doesn't say. Yeah, mine's just simple,
2: and firearms are the only weapons I can use.
4: I can use it. I have simple and martial, and I know Valev has his hammer, but then doesn't. I have what simple is... and
1: martial as well.
4: Apollo's a barbarian. Shouldn't he be able to use it? I as know
5: well? this stuff was gifted to me by the Raven mm-hmm. Queen, but it was. I doesn't. Did I, I didn't get the feeling that. It was something for me to keep. I mean, I
4: mean that's... Warhammer just screams barbarian to me, so I'm fine with giving it to you're, him.
0: You're taking, know, yeah. you're taking the oath had more to do with the importance of the oath. These gifts would have almost seemed a little bit redundant to you to a certain degree. So, I mean, the right. assumption was that maybe these gifts would have been
5: for others. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, okay perfect. So I
2: can work with whoever wants to take them. I'll work with the Book of Knowledge and so, help them
0: figure out I, more. So a Warhammer, I really want to read the book. A Warhammer is a martial melee weapon, and it's considered versatile. So Maybe if you're proficient two. in martial weapons, then you'd be proficient in this hammer.
1: I can use the hammer. I can feel like Apollo it's... use the hammer?
3: Apollo? Yes, Apollo can use the hammer. Uh, don't I don't think it's
5: weapon.
3: I don't. Yeah, I don't think it does. With the you thing got a like
5: speed ropes. A spear, though, right?
3: Yeah, as I don't think it does the same thing as with the. Um, uh, is it finesse or ranged It is versatile? Oh. It's means You can
4: use it
0: one or two handed. Correct. And it's martial.
3: So, it wouldn't give me a sneak attack, but yes, I would use it. Just in case my spear uh, messes up on me, so. Apollo would use it.
2: Well, Um, your spear isn't magical, or is it?
3: Yeah, it's magical.
2: Oh, okay.
5: But what's Arena have?
1: I have...
5: Some Uh. shit weapon that we've got from our travels. (laughs) Probably.
1: (laughs) I I mean, I have that demon claw spear of advantage that I hardly ever use. And I have the fang dagger of advantage that I hardly ever use. And then other than that, I have a mace, a plain mace.
4: Yeah, then Uh, I think you should take the warhammer then.
2: Yeah, I have a plain staff and I have a repulsion shield. And uh, I have a pistol. <laughs>
4: Speaking of Kai,
1: Kai, do you want a demon claw spear of advantage?
5: <laughs> um, I now who know. uses a shield?
1: I think I use a shield.
5: You could
2: probably use that shield then. Yeah, they you might can. all go together. Well,
4: now uh, Goshaw, what shield do you have? I know you yeah, have. I your, use a shield. Or is your warhammer? I, I use a
5: massive two-handed hammer. I don't need a
4: shield. I <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah, yeah, no, Massive two-handed. Yeah, you get
2: that floating shield. I have a shield, but is it as good as the, this other shield?
1: No, I have a plain shield.
2: Yeah, so you might want this one.
1: And then a plain mace. And I don't. You really use the demon class spear of advantage because I well. Don't really throw spears. I'd throw spells.
0: Mm-mm. Well, the original thing you were using—the original thing you were using that spear for—was more of a like a jousting-style weapon when you were going to mount yeah. and 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 take mounted combat. With, yeah, with ghost.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'd say keep it for that because Blaze isn't big enough for me to ride mounted or anything like that yet.
6: <laughs>
1: hey, do you, want a fang, do you want a fang dagger of advantage? Because I have one. Uh, sure. If you don't oh. need it. I mean, I don't,
2: I have just regular daggers, but.
1: I just figure if I'm taking a magic weapon and I already have those magic weapons, someone else could use the fang dagger.
5: This is not merely a magical weapon. These aren't. No, it's, it's not really magical. more than that.
6: Two
1: dads <laughs> that
5: I'm handing out. Uh, willy nilly.
1: I didn't think you were handing them out willy nilly. <laughs>
0: But you were handing them out Indeed. silly Arvarwali. wally
6: yes <laughs> About, exactly
1: okay. i i do have to go and and my armor is too heavy now i have to change my armor oh no yes mm. so i have to go and talk to the blacksmiths anyways
0: So,
4: are we still down in the basement talking or are we ha- have we... No, a-
0: you're down in the basement conversing with each other.
2: Somehow I have two chain shirts. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking... Okay.
4: I'm we need to go have a meeting with Lord Silverhand and Bracus and Tamlin and all of them because I need to hand over this information that I have about the, the mine and uh, our enemy... Oh, I that's... think we should probably put together a force to try and go there because they're making some really bad shit right now, and I think it's going to get a lot worse really soon. hmm Is Vert still down there?
0: Yep, he's still there. He's just kind of leaning off to the side watching you guys all have your conversation and Giving you the space and the time you need.
4: I'd like to ask him to set up a meeting with Lord Silverhand and Brackus and all that. Well, there was
0: already a plan to
4: meet uh, later for a celebratory meal
0: once things have settled down a bit. But I can go and find everybody I can and see what I can do. Okay.
1: I'm gonna... Are we... Are we... We're not doing anything more with the door, right? We have to figure out our plan of attack?
4: That's what I was thinking, yeah. We should probably get ready for that. I don't know when we're gonna have to go out, but it's gonna have to be soon. At least within a couple days.
1: Okay. I guess we don't need... I mean, let's let's head back up.
5: All right, study that book. Let me know what you find out. I'll keep these other items until we know what's going on.
0: All of you make your way out of Vert's tower. Vert goes one direction to the main Silverhand residence. The cleanup continues. People and carts filled with the remnants of the bodies of the creatures that attacked but there's a bit of a lightness to the step people recognize how important it was to survive um the firebrand um or the yeah your chimera because we've changed their names right the um the uh, mercenaries that you've hired um the... Oh God, just mental fart. What'd you call them?
1: I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I'm trying to look. Hold on.
0: <laughs> I know Vimac... Chimera yeah. Company. Yeah, the Chimera Company, because after they took contract with you, they had shifted their name. And Vimac, uh, who's the leader of the remnants of the Chimera Company, kind of comes over to you, Arena, kind of looks a little distracted at first, but hands you a message pouch that had been received from Traverton. Um, As I told you earlier, I would look into it. Um, Everything is fine down in Traverton. Um, I'm sending our people out to check on all the other villages. Bracus has asked me to start gathering every able person that can fight. Um, Yes. I don't know how many of those are left, but do what I can. Thank you. And just kinda of bows at you, just kind of smiling awkwardly and looks at the rest of you and kinda of nods and then quickly makes his way into the crowd. You guys are now back at the Chimera Mercantile. Or you could go Chimera. to Fort Chimera. Where would you guys like to go? Or would you like to go powwow and decide what to do?
1: Well, I have to stop by the Mercantile and pick up ghost and then I have I I do need to get different armor.
4: Okay. Yeah, out of curiosity, what did you guys do with that dragon that we were fighting?
1: I sent people out to go and pick up the remains.
4: Did they have it yet? Because I have something I wanted to do with it. That was today.
1: That was today. Okay. You were only gone for a night.
4: It felt longer than that, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it game felt game like, time versus felt like real like life <laughs> <laughs> Almost
5: felt like a month.
4: Yeah. Pretty close. Great. Uh what's our Smith's name again?
1: Uh we have a couple of them. Like um
5: no, the one we rescued. Thor.
1: Oh, the one we rescued, he's weird. I mean, his name's changed he's wonderful.
5: Times, but-
6: <laughs> oh, fuck uh, you, Ivor! Snar- <laughs> <laughs> Blackthorn
1: Snarltooth. Is yes. Jimbo. Black, Blackthorn
5: Snarltooth?
1: Yes.
0: Blackthorn Snarltooth is the one that you've put in charge of the other blacksmiths. There are now yes. four separate blacksmiths that you run throughout the community of Wist. Some are on the mm-hmm. outside. There's one that's actually near Fort Chimera, um, and that's the larger of the four blacksmiths. They've been focusing on turning out um, weapons, armor, parts for the rifles that Kai has perfected, and currently they've also been trying to perfect the manufacture of the heavier cannons and stuff that she has been perfecting throughout the course of the summer as well.
3: Which one's
4: best at producing armor?
0: That would probably be the one at Fort Chimera.
1: And that's the one I'm going to.
0: Okay. Yeah, me too.
4: Alright.
1: I'm gonna take my tooth from
4: oh, yeah, the Lundar. beholder
1: tooth. I'm gonna take mm-hmm. my beholder tooth Lundar died, didn't he? <laughs> Lundar. Lundar died. Lundar, Lundar
5: died. Lundar two. Lundar two's there.
1: What? Lundar oh, two? Yeah, his name is now Lundar 2. <laughs> Blackthorn Lundar 2. Uh, so I'm gonna take my tooth? That yeah. is magic. And... I'm uh, going to go and see if, uh, you know, I can get it made into a dagger
5: sword. Okay. Sword.
0: You watch as Vilev says, I'm going to go look for Wilson. I'll talk to you guys later. And he kind of races out to the perimeter of town.
6: Wilson!
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, He
1: person. seems
4: kind of depressed. What happened? um 11 blaze or
1: Wilson?
5: blaze meant his end blaze
1: Mm-mm.
5: not or blaze, scorch scorch Scorch. blaze fire
0: take, take that you asshole <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy remembering all the names is it, <laughs> um, is it? Um, scorch
1: scorch didn't make it through the battle do you see that that arcane storm over there. And I point huh. off to where there's still explosions and lightning and, you know, darkness. I
4: see.
1: That, um... The magical where...
0: remnants of where Scorch self-detonated to destroy the Titan.
1: Yes. Uh, that, that, um...
0: Did you yeah, his breath?
1: We haven't been able to go over there and recover the body yet. <sighs> If there's anything to recover.
0: <laughs> I mean, you were told by no uncertain terms to wait a few days before entering that area because the spell effect that was left behind would be quite and dangerous. I've been told not
1: to go over there because, you know, it could be dangerous. Yes. What he said, but coming out of my mouth.
0: <laughs> Gross.
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Exactly like that. Exactly. Um, ooh, after this, we should also look at those uh, two dragonborn bodies.
4: Yes. You and those dragonborn Shouldn't we bodies. do that? Because h- How far away is Fort uh, Chimera from here?
5: About
0: 15-20 minutes. On the outskirts. Aren't, aren't the bodies at the fort? They should be. I think that's where they okay. were supposed to be taken. Cool. And
1: the and the black yeah. dragon body I believe.
4: And we can look at that stuff while we're once we get over there. Yep. Was that where you guys are all heading to?
1: Well, the Blacksmith first.
0: Okay. Um stopping off at the Blacksmith, um Kildrak is there. Uh big heavy set hill dwarf comes over. Hey. Well, it's good to see that you're all lot still alive. We're still trying to do repairs and get things I, uh, back up to spec, as they say. Okay. Oh, oh, um, what can I do for you?
1: I suddenly don't fit my armor, so I need new armor.
0: No, I don't see any reason why, Lars. We can't accomplish that for you. Uh, your measurements are known to us. Is there a particular armor you'd like for me to make for you?
1: medium armor that will not make me roll with disadvantage. I mean, uh, I was looking at maybe I don't know, scale mail or half plate? Half plate's still gonna...
0: I know mm. that you've been busy all summer, but I was, uh, gonna speak to you about these elven shirts that I've come across.
6: Yeah?
0: They were sent to us by old, uh, Rostfer himself, he had managed to track down some abandoned villages on his way back towards his main caravan route. He sent a shipment of equipment back for us to uh, examine and begin to try to interpret and understand.
1: Oh, are any of them magic?
0: We believe so.
1: Do you need them identified? Because we could have Kai do that.
0: No, I mm-hmm. believe we know what they are. We were merely going oh. to package them up and send them to you and uh, over at the Chimera Mercantile to do with whatever you please.
1: Okay. Can I look at them?
0: You watch as he opens one of the iron crates that he'd already sealed and he kind of unscrews it, takes the lid off, and he pulls out the most amazing, like, chainmail shirt you've ever seen. It's like very much, and he tosses it to you and when you catch it. There's no weight whatsoever. It's almost like holding cloth. But when you kind of punch into it, you even pull out a simple cutting tool and you try to cut into it and jab into it. You watch as the tip of the blade kind of bends backwards away from it. That's a, I believe that that's an elven chain shirt is what Frosfa said it was. Um, plus three.
1: Ooh, plus three. Yeah, I will... Um. Yeah, that would work. What type
0: of armor is it? Elven chain. Light? Yes, it's light.
1: Elven chain pops up as medium in... Uh...
0: Not in my world.
5: Sweet. Okay.
0: Remember, it's okay, nothing, I can do...
5: nothing's, nothing's like it is in the book in this world. <laughs> I know. Besides, and when he told three. you benefits, you don't tell him anything different. Um, I'm okay,
1: <laughs> fine.
5: Since, since I'm here, the other smith was making me some armor out of uh, some special metals that I gave him. And, well, he's dead now. Yeah, so. old
0: snout uh, to have finished up that order over the summer. I was on my way over to uh, tell you about that, but unfortunately we were attacked. And I never had a chance to track you down and give you the information. Oh, your hour's is now complete. Ooh. It is... Uh,
1: Did you finish...
0: Uh, finished what? Sorry, go on. My sentence? No. Or another piece of equipment <laughs> that you want me to pull out of me ass? Yeah. That. Yeah. Okay, here. Should give me one moment.
4: Now, I don't want you to pull it out of your ass, but I do want to commission something of a bit of a rush.
0: <laughs> well, Master Tech, Old Goldfrostfer sent you something as well, so don't jump to too many conclusions. Give me a moment. You watch as he walks back, drags out another heavy crate, opens it up, pulls out this blackened obsidian like metallic armor. He tosses the upper half to you, Shah, and it feels light as a feather when you grab it.
5: Hmm. This will be very nice. This
0: full plate obsidian armor. Plus four. I don't know what the fuck this material is made out of, but you just can't get through it. I've tried. I've tried. I've even made little pieces of targets to put some of my most sharpened and mastercrafted blades and arrows through it. Nothing gets through this.
5: Very nicely made.
0: That's named. awesome. Old Thank Lunda, you. Old Lunda knew what he was doing, but our new mm. chief finished his work over the summer, took the entirety of the summer to do it, but good craftsmanship. It will protect you, and I suspect you'll need it. I will.
1: Did, um, did he, uh, Blackthorn finish... The love shield as well, out of the green dragon. Scale.
0: Okay, that's completed as well, if he chooses to want it. I've got that here as well.
1: Or no, we can just send it up to the chimera. Uh,
0: yeah, I can, can send to... it. Yeah. can send it later. Uh, old chimera. Phosphor sent this for you, Derek. He watches. watch as he pulls out an oilcloth-wrapped longsword and hands it to you. The pommel is in the shape of an open screaming um mouth with no real form to it the heft is incredibly well balanced and light old foster called it the bite Uh, plus two to attack plus two damage uh advantage in close combat he said that you might need this for when your bow and arrows run out and you feel a bit useless
4: Damn, Prosper. Well, I can assure you it wasn't cheap. So, uh,
0: Mistress Serena, if you could possibly increase the wealth of the coffers for the blacksmith guild, that would be greatly appreciated.
1: Uh, will, do. will do.
0: We also have made much repair work to do as well. Old uh, yes. Mike and his family have already moved out of the Chimera. They've moved into Fort Chimera. Um, okay. he feels a little bit more confident keeping the family there and he's going to be supervising yeah. the repairs here
1: there was a lot of damage to Chimera <laughs> Mercantile
0: I, yeah. I sent my own mates over to the Chimera to begin mm. repair work there as well, the city itself is in a bit of a mess The distractions mm-hmm. will slow us down but we'll try to get back up to the pace that we need to to produce and create the weapons and armor that our people need
1: Very good. Speaking of weapons, can you do anything with this?
0: Can I pull out the tooth? What the fuck is that? It looks like a... It's a a beholder tooth. What the fuck is a beholder? Never heard of the things. What do they They do? They
1: have a lot of magic and they have a really big eye and then like tentacles and then more eyes on the tentacles and um, they're dead. But this one, I have a tooth. And it's sharp and pointy, and I'd like it to be a dagger or a short sword.
0: Well, I can certainly take a look at it to tell you what I could do with it. But first of all, that sounds like a terrifying story. Never tell it again. Especially with your eyes being all blackened out and the, the way you look. You might want to you know, soften the mood a bit next time. And kind of grabs Yeah, it. I'll
1: see about, I mean, I know we have a cloak of illusions somewhere. I'll see about borrowing that. So I might look a little more normal.
0: Yeah, about that. <laughs> Derek just has this look on
4: his face. Kind of to look uh,
6: my.
2: Maybe uh-huh. I can make you an amulet like mine. <laughs> yeah, that'd
1: be cool.
4: So, the dwarf just yeah, looks I, at... I, I... The dwarf
0: looks at all and goes... I gotta tell you, I wasn't expecting us to live through last night.
6: <sighs>
1: it was definitely a lot, yeah.
0: Have not, you seen young, young Vilev anywhere? Is he, is he okay?
1: He's...
4: About making feeling. new friends.
2: He's around somewhere. He was just there a minute ago. You know how he is. Sneaks off.
1: Just ran off into the forest. He has a tree, end.
0: He's well, well, already no, making new students. and bigger friends. I guess that's a good thing to know. Master know Apollo, good. is there anything I can get you? Anything that you need?
3: No, uh, I am just need some time to think.
0: I, I think we all could use a little bit of that. Well, I'm going to get back to
3: work. If there's anything you need, just
0: let me know. Good luck to oh, you. Yeah. I will be sending did. over Velev's
4: this evening.
1: Thank you.
0: Bye.
4: I, I did want to still talk to him real quick, just mention that uh, I needed a new set of armor and it's kind of a rush drop. I wanted it to be leather, but I think I have some good material that he'll be interested in working with. Hey, What material would that be? Some
0: black dragon. Oh, not too dissimilar than the shield that I made for Master Velev. Yeah, send that over to me. I'll see what I can do. All right. Well, good day to you all. Good to see you. Good day. He watches you the just dozen or so craftspeople get back to work. Some are making all manners of simple tools and items to kind of help with the reconstruction. The rest of you kind of, you all just kind of walk out of the blacksmithy area. You're now standing in front of the Chimera Mercantile, or the Chimera, Fort Chimera. Uh, So you're roughly a mile and a half, two miles outside of town at this point. What would you guys like to do?
4: By the way, this is my first time being here.
0: Yeah, it's impressive. It's a two-story structure, quite large. You can see where there's massive uh, iron doors leading in. Rather than having a traditional courtyard, it's fully enclosed. That way, no aerial attack would gain advantage. Uh, parapau- parapets and two-story towers, in some cases three-story towers, kind of the perimeter portion of the fort. Um, it's what Arena and has been working on all summer to get the fort built and up and running and make it the headquarters of the Chimera Company that now not only take care of Traverton, but on occasion will fan out into the greater Midlands to make sure people are being taken care of.
1: I'm going to send a Good message Good job, Arena. Thank you. I'm going to send a message to Ghost to come out to the fort.
0: Okay. Ghost eventually makes it out. Um, following Ghost on the way out. Is he
4: trailed by anybody? Is he trailed by anybody special? He is
0: trailed by a familiar individual that's now grown quite large. He is... Uh-huh. Quite similar in stature, but not quite in appearance. He he tends to avoid Ghost, but the visage of Ghost is unavoidable. The partial, protruding skull, the change in the fur, the overall demeanor and manner in which Ghost walks, almost as if he doesn't really even touch the ground, the aura... <laughs> the aura of magic that kind of wraps around his face, but bounding up past ghost is Dudley. Dudley sees you and mm-hmm. just leaps right into your arms, knocking you to the ground. Oh, no! <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Dudley had a, a growth. <laughs> and, um, ghost, uh, <laughs> ghost changed with me.
2: Oh, God, yeah, that's what I forgave.
4: That's kind of <laughs> sad.
1: Well, but cool. I guess if it Good helps you. Really. I can talk to him now. And he can talk to me. And I, I, you know.
0: Oh, goody. Rather affectionately. Oh, goody. Derek's back. More uh, <laughs> passive comedy to come for show. <laughs>
1: And I just chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> as I'm petting him. Uh, I mean, really, it's like, as I'm petting him.
0: <laughs> strange, not bothering with food. He watches, he's kind of eyeballing Dudley. wonder what he tastes
5: oh like.
4: God. I wonder if he's even worse uh, tasting. FYI, Dudley could probably sense that and he would be fairly aggressive at that. <laughs> He's not a simple puppy anymore. Ghosts,
0: one solid eye, the one that's not a fire of magic in the skull side of his face, just kind of squints. I will miss the taste of meat. Oh well. He just kind of curls at your feet.
1: Let me know if you want to go in the necklace.
0: Yeah. And I thought a
2: hellhound puppy was kind of freaky. Jeez. Oh,
0: by the way, um,
2: <laughs> just had to go and be yeah uh, weirder.
0: So <laughs> right, Dudley's hit points can be maxed out, but I want you to give him a little bit extra for his level up scenario involvement in the encounter. So um, bring uh, uh, bring Dudley up to a hundred hit points. Um, and no, what should Ghost be at? Uh, ghost should be at
4: 182 hit points. Okay. Oh, Dudley gets the... Uh, gets Dang! The his <laughs> hit points funny. are changed to sort of be like a character, so he gets a d10 every time he leveled up. So i sort of been following the same progression. What's his hit point pool at then right now? 136.
0: Okay, that's fine. Keep it at that. I wasn't sure how you were managing that. I wanted you at least to be at like a max like 100.
4: These guys are tanks. (laughs) Yeah, they uh, are now.
5: Yeah, Yeah, they are. My AC right now is scary.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I have a hundred and it's got 80 and that's max. I
4: know
5: they're going to still hit me, but... What type of sword was it again?
0: A a great sword or... It's a long sword called the bite. Okay. And it's, uh, I believe it's plus two, two attack, plus two damage. And you have advantage whenever you use it. Okay, cool. So Task, I'm getting feedback through your mic. So Alright, well it's midday at this point. What would you guys like to do? Let's go
1: find the bodies.
0: The Dragonborn? Yeah, the dead dragon. Yeah, the Camara guard sees all of you approach. Ah, it's your Serena. We have them down below in the laboratory. I'll take you there. Thank you. As the doors open, you realize that this is the one place that's for the most part unscathed. Um, This two-story portion of the structure managed to avoid most of the damage. Um, It was mostly the parapets and the towers that were engaged in the overall encounter and the battle with the massive swarm of creatures and harpies and all the things that were being used to try to overwhelm Wist. There's a subterranean portion to this, so although it's two stories above, there's an entire story below, and he takes you down a set of stairs down to the very bottom of Kai's massive laboratory that you had built for her. This is where she does a great deal of her more heavy work, her more heavy chemical work, uh, research on the new massive firing equipment that she's been focused on, uh, perfecting it, manufacturing it. On two large metal tables, you see the broken, battered um, uh, forms of the two dragonborn. Um, You watch as the guard points over to a side desk, and on the desk, everything that they had is piled up on the desk.
6: Okay.
0: He just looks. Let's
1: go over and look at what they had.
0: Just kind of nods and goes back to heading back upstairs. Thank you. Yeah. My lady. Going
2: through stuff.
0: (laughs) So everybody who's there, which is everybody but the Lev, so everybody give me investigation checks as you begin to rummage and search through everything here. Investigation. Mm -hmm. I got an
1: 11.
0: 18. Can we guidance? guidance? 15
4: for Apollo.
0: 15.
4: We got a 23. I'm
2: going to flash of genius <laughs> myself. So okay. that's a 20 then. Okay. 30 20.
0: Arena, what'd you get?
1: Uh, hold on, my dice are dark. Okay.
4: Just like you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like uh-huh. I was waiting okay. for that. Yes. <laughs> <And laughs> Turn to, to the guidance. dark side.
1: Guidance on myself. Sure. And uh, so I got a dirty 20. Okay. 16 and 2 and 2. Yeah.
0: Yes, Woo-hoo. I win.
1: <laughs>
0: For all of you going through this equipment, there is two necklaces that bear the mark of Merkel. These are focuses oh. and wards that clearly are meant to serve them purposefully and to touch them to interact with them is nearly almost painful, both psychically and physically. Those are set aside. There was a particular ring taken off one of the dragons. Or one of the dragonborn. For you, Kai, this one draws your attention to it. You recognize it... (laughs) You recognize it as a spell-storing ring. You've seen these rings before, but not one quite this fancy and quite this intricate... Giving um, the halfling the ring. It looks. Yeah. Yeah, it looks very <laughs> advancedly made, but there's something. Yes. There's something necrotic in nature about it. You're not sure what it is, but. Is a spell story? Uh, yes. I mean, someone's going to have to <laughs> identify it. I'm just telling you what it looks like. Um,
2: yeah, I'll do that later.
1: Okay. Hey, I'm all about necrotic now.
2: Uh-huh, that's what I was thinking. <laughs>
0: For you, Derek, you can't help but notice the large, the two large hammers. Both appear to be magically imbued, but there's something odd about both of them. There's almost this kind of uh, arcane, kind of red, blackish hue about them. I mean, to look at the face of the metal and the heft, you can see ghostly faces in the, the hammers themselves that seem to scream and distend when you first look at them, they're clearly magical and imbued, but there's something about them that kind of takes you back to the Jasper Mining Colony that just has you feeling odd about them.
4: Oh, for, dear God. Don't tell me.
0: For you, Arena, you come across a very simple, nothing too fancy, glass, like a very dark obsidian black glass orb. It fits in the palm of your hand. It's kind of very cold and icy to the touch. It seems to be magically imbued, you're just not quite sure what the magic might be. For Apollo and Gulshan, nothing of real interest pops out to either one of you at this point. Although all of you seem generally Intrigued. It's the lack of stuff. They didn't wear armor, but were nearly impossible to hit. They clearly were master users mm. of some kind of spell ability. Their bodies disfigured, horribly marked and striated with glyphs and runes. They're barely even recognizable as Dragonborn. They be- slowly and gradually become something...
4: Else, I explained that most of the ended things that were in the Jasper Mining Colony were like deformed in some ways, like the like the mm-hmm. basilisks that we fought. And
6: mm-hmm.
4: Now, now these guys, so they're this is what I meant by they're cooking up wicked things because they're they're just. Creating all kinds of horrors. Whatever they're doing over there.
1: Well, um, I think Kai is the only one that can identify them. Uh, don't don't do the necklaces of Merkel. Yeah. We might just burn those. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that sounds fair. They're they hurt to touch.
4: Oh, Kaya yeah. And I pull out this big old because I, or not big old, I have a small bag of demon ash that I haven't had Ooh. the chance to offload yet.
2: I will take that. More bullets. Thank you.
1: <laughs> and then while she's come up doing with
2: potions, too, from that,
6: mm, off
1: nice. While she's doing I'm gonna that, play I'm... With that, awesome. I'm going to look That's at the something. dead dragon body.
4: It's not here yet.
1: Oh, damn.
4: Okay. It's probably going to be a minute. I mean, that thing was pretty big, even if it was blown halfway to hell.
0: It's more about how I mean, many pieces
4: that it's in is the big, the bigger problem.
0: No. It's a long way down. It had Feather forecast on it.
3: Apollo's going to look at the uh, hammers. Okay. The same
0: thing that I described to Derek, he kind of points out to you as well.
3: Let's kind of, uh, see if I can just make an icon check on them. Kind of figure out what they, what they are. Go for it. Given my knowledge, then... I'm pretty sure I know exactly what they are.
0: They are 20. 30-20. 30-20? You're not really sure what they are. They definitely appear to be magically imbued. Um... It's their darkened nature. It's their overall feeling of, you know, there's a sense that whatever these things are in the hands of these dragonborns, they probably know their full potential. But there's always, you know, they're willing to wield one, attune to it,
4: find out what it does. I'm going to say a hard no on that scenario. I can't yeah, like, let anything Mush. that dangerous into my body. Thank you.
3: Just be like magic <laughs> people. What does this do? <laughs> what does what this, do? <laughs> this do?
4: Yeah, let's just let's just imbue ourselves with the powers of those evil monsters that we just killed. Yes. Always. <laughs> oh,
2: nothing could go wrong. Nah, nothing could go wrong.
4: <laughs> yeah. I'll uh, I'll leave the identification to Kai and Arena real quick because, and then let them figure out what to do with this stuff.
2: I'll whip out all of my stuff, my alchemy supplies, all my things. Go sit in a corner with my back to the room and ignore everybody while I identify.
0: Well, yeah. Not only that, (laughs) but you're kind of you guys
2: want you're kind of in your favorite space within
0: Fort Chimera. You're, you know, you're Mm -hmm. you're in the lab. Yep. This lab has always been. Your, your favorite place to be, home.
4: yeah. <laughs> yep. Out of curiosity, do I have a room here? Everybody, well, of course, does. you have a room here. Yeah, Ooh, where what is you that have your at? Room?
1: I even set it up with a place for Dudley, in his full grown state.
4: I would like to see that.
1: I will show um, you your room.
0: So, because no one's really seen this place, this is the first time you've been able to kind of give everybody a tour, walking everybody up, with the exception of Kai, who's busy. In her in, And who's been here. In the lab, and she's overly familiar uh, yeah. with it. So as I describe it, this would be common knowledge to Kai as well. The first floor is the common space. All of it is pretty much designed specifically to support a small garrison of Chimera Company of about 50. Uh, there's guard rooms, supply stations. There's also a place you watch as... Mike High Moon walks by and smiles and waves at everybody. He's still got a bit of a bandage on his face from where he took some previous injuries um, the previous day. Um, But he is dealing with the kitchen, the dining area. And all of that's been purposely designed in a way to kind of entertain and use it as an option to have people over, whether it's Brackus or Lord Silverhand, um, any other influential members of the community. It, it's been designed in such a way that for those of you who have meetings or have discussions with others here, it's definitely noticeable and it's definitely impressive to look upon. Down here actually is a section that you refer to as the zoo, and this leads you out to the back portion of Fort Chimera where a now Young adult, or young youngish, Oliphant is, can be seen off in the distance. It clearly survived the Calamity of that night. Other of the rams are here. More than you remember, as the Plains Orcs had left behind um, more mounts to augment Ivar's Templars, as well as Chimera Company, um, and bolster up cavalry units. She then finishes taking all of you around the first floor. There's studies, small libraries.
1: Wait. We'd also have the basilisks.
0: There are a handful of basilisks that could be seen out, out back of this section. Taking a look at the, um, study, the library, the sitting rooms and everything its very des- much designed for comfort. Um, it's a little bit messy and destroyed from, uh, all the individuals that were crammed into this space, Um, that came here to hide. Uh, Most of those refugees and survivors have been kind of ushered out and back towards Wist proper. It's the second story that kind of holds the most interesting portion of Fort Chimera. Corner of each part of the building are egresses up to 3 story battlements and towers. The outside area It has access points to the second floor parapets that allow people to walk, stand on guard. Currently, some of the Chimera company are here maintaining their normal patrol and watch duty that they're expected to do. It's the rooms. Everybody has their own private room, but attached to each private room is a private sitting room. But like the Chimera mercantile, in the very center of the space is the continuing kind of tradition Of the massive common space that you guys can all meet discuss eat meals do research have you know plan plot and this space is very much well received with um heavy storage compartments of furniture tables chairs uh map tables cartography equipment um labs little kind of there's like little pockets of labs here designed to give you access to things to help you study investigate or uh, examine things as well probably the most interesting thing is the relic that has been given back to arena you watch as she pulls a cord in the middle of the room and you watch this massive orb begin to descend from the center of the space and it begins to pulse and magically glow and cast off a massive projection into the room it's the old world map that you had retrieved from the pym ruins some long time ago it's a gift by tamlin to arena this has become a kind of impromptu war room and discovery room when major things need to be discussed or influenced or potentially need decisions need to be made. Others may come here and freely discuss among everybody. For all of you here, you begin to realize for the first time the one thing that Arena has been practicing for the better part of four or five months is influence and um, impression and control and organization. Like an orderness about all of this feels refined and done in such a way that maybe this is where your new residence should be. there's so much more to offer here. there's more equipment, there's more laboratory space. you have your own blacksmith and adjacent to the um, uh, in adjacent to the fort on top of a fairly robust company of heavily trained and dangerous individuals of the chimera company.
4: How many? People are in the company? It, well, total the company. I'm, a- I'm asking Arena. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, man. You're going to have to look back through my notes.
4: <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. Oh, on the
1: spot.
4: Let's Come see on, the Don't note take notes, notes. 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 Uh,
5: notes.
1: In, in, in Chimeras, Garrison is 150. Used to be. That's just in Chimeras. That's yeah, not he's... the towns. <laughs> whatever's
5: whatever's left of them.
1: That's, yeah, whatever's
5: left.
0: Yeah, and I'll say I'm at like, some so point you would have received as part of the messaging from Vimac um, that of the uh, g- uh, of the garrison of 150, there's at least mm-hmm. 105 left. Um, okay. The bulk of the garrison is split amongst Wist the Fort Chimera and the patrols that are being sent out. However, the the remaining 125 in Traverton have not been recalled or bought up. There wasn't enough time to bring them up. Yeah. So the Traverton garrison is still pretty much
4: left intact. Okay. So that's 210, roughly.
1: 200, 200,
0: yeah. You guys are all in the common space. It's Moving on to late afternoon. What would you guys like to do?
1: Something else I
6: wanted to do. I
4: After looking at my room, I suppose I'll go downstairs and help with the cleanup effort. Okay. And uh, I'll also put my hand to the ground and use uh, my... Where is it? my primal awareness to see if I can uh, get a feel for if... Uh, where Ella Thane is, if she's around, or maybe if Wilson had managed to contact her or anything like that. Yeah, you reach out.
0: No response from Wilson. No response from the dryad. Um, oh. You're not really sure why, but... Wilson said he'd get back to you as soon as he could figure out where she was, but currently she's not nearby, or within your spatial awareness of your ability.
4: Okay. Yes, yeah, so I'll just spend my time cleaning up, getting things sorted out. Okay. Maybe taking a look at the finance because I have around five, around four to five months' worth of you know pay that I haven't collected. Yeah, I mean,
0: at this point, at this point, you get the feeling that money will never be a worry again. What you do with the wealth is the only thing you got left to do. As Arena begins to summarize the vast amount of wealth that was being traded, um, the massive expansion of not only Whist but some of the other outlying communities mm-hmm. and towns where she has we'll um, smaller um, general goods stores that are beginning to open up. In those as well, um, there doesn't seem to be a limit to what she's been getting involved in.
1: Pretty much everything. Yeah, I, I mean, I put together eighty-two workshops, between alchemy, mm-hmm. leatherworking, pottery, mm-hmm. four different blacksmiths. Mm, yeah,
6: Head the trades—the the trades with yeah. mud
1: knocker, the trades with you know. Uh, plains orcs, orcs, the trade, yeah, well, the, the
0: yeah, the aggr- the, the, aggr- the agreements with the plains orcs are about to come due in the next week or so. Um, roughly, a herd of about six hundred um, of the um, goat mounts will be coming in for trade. Yes. Oh
5: man, I forgot I had that. Holy this is
0: a shit. small area. As I
1: mean, it's not really that small.
0: As you kind of all linger, you hear a cough, and you look over to see one of the Chimera Company guards looking at Arena Gulshaw, um and Apollo. Um, beg, yes? your, beg your pardon, miss. I didn't mean to disturb you. It just occurred to me. We've got those five Dragonborn locked up down below. What do you want us to do with them?
1: Which dragonborn? Ah,
0: the ones that the showed one up there. at the showed up at the Chimera right before all this nonsense happened.
1: Right, you. Right.
0: Vimax seemed insisted that they be put under arrest after the, after we found them.
4: Well, they were I, involved in that. That is that's,
1: that's exactly what I was wanting to go and look for. That was what. Yeah. That. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's, well, that's what I was trying listen. to remember. That is Kit. is saying that is what I was trying <laughs> to remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, thank you. Let's um let's go see them.
0: Take you down to the holding cells then. Yes. You said
3: Goshaw was with us as well? Correct.
1: Yeah, Goshaw's. Yeah, Derek
0: yeah, is no, but... Derek has wandered off to go and help with the cleanup. Kai is down in the laboratory doing research. Balev is still out and about. You're not really sure where he is.
1: Yeah, cuz Golsha didn't see any of his rooms yet either until just now. So, yeah.
0: yeah. It was
3: the first time anyone Y'all had. Y'all just
1: that. got back.
3: Yeah. All right, let's go intimidate these dragon No, boys. we
1: don't have show. to intimidate them. They came for help.
3: Oh, I thought they were the evil ones.
1: No, no we can't, the man. evil ones are dead. We just looted their bodies.
3: I don't believe so. But these guys came for
1: help.
0: So following the guard down into yeah. the holding pens, you pass by Kai's lab. She's busy at work identifying, working her potions and other things. The three of you make your way uh, through a corridor. A heavy iron door is opened. You're brought into a very small space. Three or four cages, max, heavily heavily locked. Um, A guard stands at the far end of the opposite wall, kind of nods. Um, "If, if, If you'd like, me and my mate can stay here or we could give you privacy. What would you prefer?
1: Privacy's fine.
0: We'll be right outside the door then.
1: Okay, thank you.
0: Yeah, we'll come. Thank you. They kind of nod at you, kind of pick up on their little bit of awkwardness.
1: Well, Sean, did you want them here? No. Okay.
0: As you look through the cages, there's five dragonborn here. There's... Two in one, two in another, and one off by themselves. You recognize the male Dragonborn is the one that had come in initially and requested aid and had information. There were six of them. There's currently five.
1: Right. Did. Okay. So, uh,
0: yeah. As you walk into the space... The one male dragonborn leans into the bar and looks at you. You've been able to find my wife.
1: I didn't know that you guys were here. I will look for her.
0: Well, we were... in the inn next door to the Chimera Mercantile. We... we did our best. I'm sorry that things happened the way they happened. I... I assure you, our intent was only ever to ask for aid. I have no idea where those creatures came from. Not another interrogation. I don't know if me and my friends can handle that. He kind of gives you a a weird kind of confused smile.
1: I'm not laughing. I mean, Arena's not laughing. Um.
0: (laughs) Well, he's quite terrified to look at you because what he saw Uh, prior to the battle and what he's um... seeing now has him very confused
1: yep um, yep yep arena's mm-hmm. not offering any explanations to anybody that doesn't need it
5: do they have clothes on nope. um, yeah,
0: they have simple anything, right? attire on what they came in um, you know very simple cloaks simple tunics uh, a breech I mean, apparently they don't
5: look like they've been altered like the ones we were fighting no
0: definitely do not physically no, look, look like the two that you have in the laboratory nearby
1: and uh, they had necklaces that hid their true selves. is there stuff on the table outside of the bars?
0: Correct, which is why you're now seeing okay. them in their full dragonborn form and not right. their human forms that they took
1: where yeah. where would your wife go?
0: I don't I don't know. I, all I know is that when those creatures attacked it was taken away by the swarm, I know she could be dead. It oh,
1: no. was taken by the... Shit. Where um,
0: did you come from? The north. The deep north.
1: Um, wait, was Golshaw here when they came... When they, they showed up before? He was, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Mm-hmm. Okay.
5: Just getting all the info back.
0: Right.
3: Would she still be in a human form? Good question. Oh, if her if her necklace
0: is intact, it it could be. Um so but if she is unconscious, the necklace would revert her to her true form. I just worry that It
1: only works when she's conscious?
0: Yes, I'm worried that if okay. she is in her true form, people may not know who she is and think the worst.
5: Guards,
1: do you know where which way the they start she was being carried off towards?
0: It's not that she was being carried off. It's just the mass swarm entered into the inn and we just it came through and took everybody that was in there. I managed to stay with my um, my the other members of my family, but we just don't know what happened to her, to be honest with you. You watch as the um, iron door opens, the two guards come in. Uh, yes, sir.
5: Get a message to my men, have them search the area around the tavern, right? Uh, tavern. Around the inn. The inn. The inn. Bring back any dragonborn bodies that are seen, and also, if there's a dragonborn alive, uh, escort it back here. Yes, Do sir. Do not kill it.
0: Um, they uh, both quickly leave. You hear, if you say, I'll deliver the message. And the door shuts, and you could hear heavy male boots
3: heading up for the above section. Did we have not uh, let them know that it could possibly be in a human?
1: No, if she's or what a human form? I'm going to try and scry for her. Oh,
3: that's right, because
0: she would have been reasonably familiar. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: with what she looked like normal and what she looked like not normal. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, both... And I have it prepared.
0: Yeah. You kind of, the Dragonborn looks at you strangely as you kind of lose focus and begin to concentrate on something. You kind of mumble to yourself. Um, for Apollo and Gulshah, you recognize this effect, although it looks kind of a little bit more sinister in the form she's in now, with those solid black eyes as she begins to focus with her scry ability. There is the description that matches Dragonborn. It's not human anymore. It seems to be frantically running through a forested area and is being chased by something.
1: Can I see what she's being chased by? As
0: your third eye turns to look, there's a remnant of harpies chasing her down. There's at least a dozen of them. And they're gaining.
1: Get a sense of which direction they are.
0: Give me a nature check. Actually give me survival. Because you're looking okay. at this forested area.
1: Survival. Ooh, I'm better at that. That is cocked. That's a fourteen plus eight.
0: It's definitely the western twenty-two. Yeah, it's definitely the western wood. The about a mile or so outside of Wist is the beginning edge of the Western Wood that will take you up towards the hills and the mountain ranges. You get the feeling that we're on the
1: northern side of town.
0: You are in the southeast side of Wist. You're about a mile or two outside of the southeast section of Wist, where you're getting the feel she might be in because you recognize some of the forest is Mm -hmm. the Western Edge. Of the forest
5: outside of Wist.
1: Well, Shaw, how fast is your um, carpet?
5: I kept up with the dragon.
1: Let's go. I know where she is. Oh.
3: It, uh Sorry, go ahead.
5: You uh,
1: we're running. Let's run. Let's go. Fast. Oh. There's right. not enough um, room on the carpet for both Apollo and I.
5: Is there? Well, but no. she, Well, yeah. I mean, you
1: you and me. It's like the four three by
5: seven feet or something like that. Right, but I mean, we have
1: to bring back her. Okay.
5: Apparently you you probably come can- wouldn't be able to bring Ghost.
0: Unless you put him in the necklace.
1: Ghost, you ready to go in the necklace?
4: I suppose.
0: I really hate that place even more now, but okay.
1: Uh Do you want me to make it darker?
0: Yeah, that would be good. Thank you.
1: Okay. I, I make it suit him.
0: Okay. <laughs> Ghost is now in your necklace. Uh, <laughs> Apollo, Gold and Arena. you quickly run up, out the main doors into the front courtyard. You watch as Gold <laughs> rips out the carpet. All of you jump on it. He invokes it. <laughs> Just
1: run, fast, go. And fast, the
0: carpet begins as to as head off towards the western. Oh,
1: I tell the dragonborn, I'm gonna try and get her. Not again. Not in a bad way. I don't say it in a mean way, although it might be really hard to not say it in a mean way, looking like I look. We're
0: gonna save her. And as you, the three of you run out, you hear one of the other dragonborn go, "They're gonna eat it for sure. Did you see that one? And then, you know, the door closes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you guys are now heading off towards the western edge of the forest.
1: As, as fast yeah. as that thing yeah. can fly. Up.
0: Derek, you look up yeah. to see the carpet. Mm. Zoom right over you, heading towards the western edge of the forest. No sign of Valev. Um Kai, just gonna leave me here. What are cause. you? Cur- what are you currently working on, Kai?
2: I am working on. Well, I started with the ring because that was the most interesting to me. But then I know other people gave me other things.
0: So. Okay, yes. so you managed to decipher the ring. And it is heavily cursed. You begin to oh, realize, even though it stores spells, it will sap your life when you initiate and invoke it. Um, it does oh. store up to five level three spells, but every time it's used, it'll take a DC, you know, take a con save to minimize the damage, or take full damage. The curse will take three d twelve hit points from you every time you use a spell storing slot.
2: Okay. (laughs) Five
1: slots of level three. Mm
6: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: The two hammers, definitely magical in nature. They both seem to have a kind of chaotic, sentient nature about them. The coalescing smoke and animated effect of screaming visages on the heads of the hammer, definitely you begin to realize these hammers are cursed as well. One hammer is called the Widow, and the other hammer is called the Maker. They were forged specifically for these two dragonborn because of their adept use and their resilient constitution to wield such things. As you examine these things, I need you to make a wisdom save, please.
6: Pretty
2: I love this. This is what happens when you guys hand me cursed things. Uh Uh-huh, (laughs) uh-huh. At least I can't hurt anybody else.
1: Hey, don't give him ideas.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, like I need ideas,
5: huh?
1: Yeah, you said wisdom save, right?
0: Yes. Whatever
5: you thought of, you yeah. started 50 oh different Oh, God.
2: Games. Why? Why am I rolling so bad for that? That's a six. Flash mm-hmm. of genius!
1: Flash of genius!
2: Well, Does that, that only gives me 11. Yeah, I can do that, but I don't think 11's going to pass, so I'm not going to waste it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not
1: going to help me. <laughs> okay.
6: I'll
2: take it. What's the damage I get from those hammers?
1: What's assuming it's damage.
2: Yeah, oh god.
0: As like you too. look <laughs> at these two weapons, you hear a voice in your head. This is not the one we're made for, Maker. No, Widow.
4: It's definitely not the one we're made for. Perhaps we could make her for us?
2: Oh no.
0: Weak? Well is this one. You watch as a translucent kind of energy <laughs> pops out of one of the hammer. It takes this weird kind of tendril like form. You feel this like cold smoke caress underneath your chin. Ah this one has the smell of home maker. You watch as the other tendril-like energy comes out of the other one.
4: Ah, this one has the smell. One that knows what it means to wield power.
0: Perhaps we can make the same promises to this one. We go. Oh. You watch as these two coalescing energies begin to kind of move about you. You feel the cold tendrils of smoke begin to go up into your nostrils. For a moment, you feel this intense vigorous sense of unlimited power like if you wanted to you could simply take the world as it is and run it the way you see fit much power in this one i feel she would benefit from us maker a widow this one would make good vessel. Uh You feel the energy kind of pour out of your ears, your eyes, your mouth, and both the tendrils of smoke and arcane, necrotic like visages kind of float around either side of you. I think we shall see. I think we shall see what this one is capable of, shall we? Maker? Yes, Widow just puppets let's just see what this one can do you watch as the one called widow goes back into your being and you lose all sense of control you are now wielding both hammers in each hand you can hear some screaming and yelling some confusion as you watch my people as you watch a guard Come in, pushing in the five dragonborn. The guard's eyes are blacked and blotted out. The guard mouths the familiar voice of maker Well, we we should see could she what she get
1: another save.
0: We should see what she could do. Hey, maker let's start with these. And you just feel this intense psychic pain, this push. This unnatural feeling of hate, violence, and murder as you begin oh no. to descend into a madness, and you're now ripping apart, destroying, breaking limbs, ripping heads from shoulders. Hammers come down, cleave through um, rib cages, sternums blast out. The guard stands there with its eyes blackened out, the strange kind of smile. Well, Maker, yes, Widow, this one truly has power. Shall we see what the others think? Oh, Maker, I think you are so correct. You feel all the energy kind of pour out of your body and you immediately fall to your hands and knees. You feel vomit come out of your mouth. Suddenly, your memory is blank. You have no memory of what happened. Looking around this room, It is a butcher's yard, a nightmare of beheaded figures, dragonborn torn to shreds and a guard just staring at you with your hands deep in the blood of these creatures, the hammers on either side of your body. My lady, what have you done? And that's where we're going to finish tonight. Oh, come on. Knew it. Knew, it. Oh God. Knew that was coming. Oh. We definitely got to have Valette oh, for that part. No. See how you guys can get her out of this mess.
6: Oh, crap.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Let's the dragonborn bodies. Let's check the dragonborn bodies. <laughs>
4: I was like, I saw the hammers. I was like, looking at the hammers. I knew the hammers were evil. Like, I, knew, the I knew there was, the was nothing on those bodies that we'd like...
5: be able to use from Merkel We could, we should have just kicked them into the forest. <laughs> yeah,
1: that would have just <laughs> let you them guys use somebody else's I mean,
0: these are, yeah, we, I mean, these are very powerful <laughs> necrotic creatures that <laughs> worship and fear Merkel. I mean, oh, my everything they bear is based on what Merkel has given them. So. I was a little surprised that you guys got excited about looting these bodies. I thought for sure a little bit of...
1: I thought for sure they'd have gold on I them
0: or
4: something. I walked away with nothing, so I was completely fine just leaving it. <laughs> letting the dogs lie. Yeah, yeah. That was great. Well, hey, everybody. Thank you so, you
6: so,
5: so much for Those joining would us. Those be some good hammers for Arena when she gets them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: there uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she but could she certainly tame hobo on edge. <laughs> she could certainly tame widow and the maker for sure.
5: Yeah, exactly. hey
0: everybody thank you for joining and uh we've got a new (laughs) uh new member of our discord um as well tonight so thank you for that um as always uh join our discord uh take advantage of our one shot thursdays that we run every other week where you can join and be live with us on twitch and hey you know what Build that character you've never gotten to build before. We're currently doing level 20s right now. We got a level 20 one-shot coming up Thursday. um, And then in two weeks from that, we'll have another level 20 uh, one-shot coming up. I may run that a couple times. uh, Because, you know, testing out a level 20 build's got to be fun. Um, See what you can do at max tier. Um, Other than that, Mm -hmm. uh, you know hang out in our Discord. Um, you know, come and join us tomorrow night for Denizens and Masters. Uh, Wednesday night is The Descendants. We were off last Wednesday because of some conflicting schedules. Um, and then, obviously, Thursday we have the one-shot Friday Age of Arcanum, which you'll see Ivar again there. He plays in that one. Um, as Zephora, the sneaky little Yonti with absolutely no people skills. Um... <laughs> And then Sunday night, Debtor's Gambit, uh, where we're neck deep in some pretty serious conspiracy piratey shit that's about, well, basically Debtor's Gambit is about the formation of the revelry and the founding of Darktoe and the first Plank King. Uh, so if you're into the Wildmont lore and you want to come hang out with that game, Sunday night, 7 to 10. Um, other than that, thanks to everybody for coming out. And uh, hey, as I always say, stay safe, be kind, play a game. You'll love it. I promise you, good night, everybody. Good night.
1: Night. Night. Hey, night. Bye.
0: bye.